Hello again and welcome to this week's episode of The Little Tangerine Show. Thank you to all of the Volunteer for Life fans out there who have supported us this past week. Because of you we doubled our overall podcast plays. Not once, but, twice in the same week. On tonight's episode we cover the Volunteers, second straight loss to an unranked SEC opponent on a last second shot in one week. Should Rick Barnes be fired? Chick Phil A has went plant-based. We talk about Big Drew doing some questionable things with his bank account. And we have some questionable topics covered with several fans in the live chats tonight. All of this and much much more on Season 2 Episode 10 on the Little Tangerine Show sponsored by the Depot Print House. Make sure you visit the new website www.bigdrewski.com If you want to email the show and ask a question or give us feedback as well as leave a voicemail for the show go to www.bigdrewski.com slash contact. Now for your host, Big Ladrewski and his co-host Casper. Braden says something just off or just awful. Something's got to change. Changes. Understatement of the year. <laughs> yes. Oh, you got anything on your list you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I want to talk about the pullovers that the coaches wear. <laughs> okay, they're banging, and I need one. What up, caution flag contemplations? Who's that guy? Is that a white claw? Is that a white claw? It is a energy drink. Monster. Yep. I'm not going to lie. I thought I had one more in the fridge. I was really planning on drinking that. I am going to get some alcohol. Uh, You just just keep the peeps entertained for a second. By the way, you like my Chewbacca shirt? Boss man 615. Um. I thought we were supposed to have Tennessee gear on, but I'll give you a pass. I do. I can't see it, though. Why? Because it's camo? Yeah. I'm going to get alcohol. I do feel like we should just be a comforting spirit to the people. Did you hit up Tennessee football 247? How many times are we going to lose to the buzzard three? That was pretty daggum rough. Oh, I guess I could show the chat to the peeps. Yeah. On TikTok. TikTok is way behind tonight, bro. More behind than usual. Yeah, on my TikTok, you just walked away. I think that's why <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Alonzo, my good buddy. Yeah, Go Falls. Yeah. I still can't believe that. I know, dude. Twice, man. Twice. Um, yeah. We cried. We all cried. I cried. Did y'all cry? I, I mean, I didn't cry, but I didn't feel good. Mm. This the last time I drank this lemon drop moonshine. Do we it was have a time? very, it's very sad day for me. This was after the South Carolina oh, law, when I got just absolutely screwed up. <laughs> I was pounding whatever I was pounding whatever I had, which was lemon drop and watermelon moonshine and regular moonshine. 
And that was like the sickest I'd gotten in a long, long time. I think I pounded peanut butter. No, it was lemon drop and peanut butter moonshine. Yeah, I, I remember you said something about it because you got the one with a dog on it and I always get screwball. Yeah, and yeah, so you talk, I mean, as sick as a D-A-W-G. And then had to take Christmas pictures. Oh, I'm going to see if I can. Like, are you okay? And you're like, yes. I'm like, I just make it stop. Alonzo had a heart attack. Alonzo is a good buddy of mine. Hardcore Vols fan. He hops on here all the time. But yes. uh, And we're going to get into it a little bit. But to see us get back. I'm back from 17, Vescovi's stroking it, Ziggler's stroking it. My boy, uh, Plotchich, was on the bench, but, you know, we went with a smaller lineup. But to see us just come from 17 from behind, and then you're like, ha, 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 gotta be quicker than that. Like, oh, that was rough. That's like being struck by lightning twice in five days. Yep, that ain't, you're not wrong, Alonzo. By the way, those on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, TikTok messages do not show. Still don't have the stream key yet. Source subject, Lonzo, buddy. That was uh, that was rough, man. I mean, literally. Uh, so okay. I, I mean, I guess we're kind of unofficially in this thing. Uh, welcome, welcome to. I'm just gonna go ahead and do an intro, and I'll probably just back the audio up a little bit or do a delayed intro. But welcome, welcome to the Little Tangerine Show. We are live tonight with my buddy Casper, who is just absolutely killing it on the backdrops now. Um, low and slow, baby. You went from sitting in front of a bunch of just nasty, dirty plastic containers to, you know, it looks like a like a damn boom boom room behind you or something. It's it's it looks sexy. I gotta give you credit, you, boy. Um, but yes, we are live. Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. All the streams are up. I'm chatting with my buddy Alonzo, um, longtime balls fan. Braden was on here a minute ago. Shout out if you guys want to hear the shout out. It'll be on the podcast. Uh, but yeah, pretty rough. By the way, we do have a website now, big www.bigdrewski.com. If you want to email the show, not only is there a QR code at the top that you can scan in the top left corner, or you can just go to www.bigdrewski.com slash contact. You can, uh, I don't know if you guys can see my cursor here, but uh, you can send us an email. Um, you can also scroll on down. You can subscribe, and then you can leave a voicemail for the show if you'd like to do that. Hey, hey, we're getting, you know, we're getting pretty technical up in here, up in this piece. Yeah, you might not look like a smart redneck, but by God. I may not be a smart man, but I know what Brandon is. <laughs> All right, let's back get here. back to the messages. Uh, Lonzo says, we've got Bama Wednesday in Knoxville. You know, we finally get good at basketball, and Bama just, they can't let us have nothing. <laughs> can't have nothing nice up in this. But, uh, yeah, I mean, freaking A, dude. I mean, we get good at basketball, then they're like, nope. Can't have no joy in life. I'm waiting on them to, you know, spank us in baseball and everything else, too. But No. Alonzo says we got base, uh, Bama Wednesday in Knoxville. Nope. Uh, I mean, just we're on. I mean, this is, you know, 
So, okay, that, this is what I started to say earlier. So positives, getting into the show notes. For those of you who do not know, the Vols um, lost yet again on a buzzer beater in just absolutely heartbreaking fashion. Uh, they lose to Mizzou 86-85. At least Mizzou's a halfway decent team. Losing on a buzzer beater to Bandy really was a swift, I mean, just absolute kick in the wavos there. Um. Losing to Mizzou is halfway decent. I think, like, they showed a stat during the game. They're, like, eighth or something in offensive efficiency. We're 64th, but we're first in defensive efficiency. Um, but, yeah, some positives. Um, Viscovi and Ziegler were stroking it. They were looking pretty good. Seen some good stuff from Key as well. We'll get into some stats and stuff here in a minute. But uh, he was looking pretty good. Um Kamwa, I mean, he's been pretty, I mean, just, I mean, playing a lot better later. And then we actually, there's a Knoxville boy that hopped in there, Edwards. I, don't, I hadn't seen much of him, but he looked pretty good hand on the ball and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I seen some stuff that I like. We were, you know, driving the ball a little bit more, um, wasn't hesitating quite as much. We were getting to the free throw line today, which was nice. We couldn't do that last week. Seen some stuff I liked. Seen some stuff I didn't like, but you know, Casper, what do you have in your notes? I'm gonna check out the uh, the chat here. Yeah, uh, I mean, we played pretty much like a, a a fiery load of garbage there to start the game off, and ended up going small, which I know is against Big Drewski's belief. Play small, but yeah, um, I got pretty fiery on the podcast episode the <laughs> other day because I'm like, today. <laughs> the bitch. Why and are we not like, dishing at the Platchich? Yeah, and they started the game with him down there, and then... Uh, Honestly, Barnes, I mean, he made the right call going small. I mean, yes, I am a big fan of Plotchich. I think, if you listen to that podcast the other day where I came unhinged a little bit, I think he's probably one of the most underrated centers possibly in college basketball, but we're not going to get into that. But, I mean, honestly, Barnes made the right call. He went small. We started chipping away, coming back. Things were looking good until they wasn't. Yeah. I mean, what a weird time to be alive. We're finally good at basketball and we're still not. <laughs> Kentucky. Hey, welcome to the Tennessee fandom, boys and girls. I know us losing back to like being ranked in the top 10, losing on two buzzer beaters in a row. Not only that, but losing four games now two unranked SEC teams that we were heavily favored in is the ballsiest balls thing that the balls basketball team could do. Um, yeah. I mean, it's tough as far as that unranked thing goes. So uh, I watch more basketball day than I have in a while. Yeah. You get you some of that. Um, okay. So now we're 19 and six and Missouri is 19 and six and somehow they've got a six by Tennessee. So, um, Definitely kind of well, curious. I think the I think we talked about it, but the <laughs> basketball rankings are like a week behind, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, so but we're still gonna be ranked and they're they're not. So I mean they're they gotta be close to edge. I just noticed the same thing today with the Carolina game. Um they're playing Clemson, you know, like one game difference. It's just basketball so tight now that you know, difference in unranked, I don't you know, it's whatever. Uh, clearly, we're not the best team. We, we're on a slump. But the thing that I really liked about the game today was the aggression 
that was my key word of the, the second half was aggression, and that goes for offense and defense. I mean, yeah, like we always bring it on. Like our defense is championship defense for sure. Um, Alonzo says they, they're they talking about Tennessee being a five seed because, yeah, we're like, you know, we're a couple steps away from being in March Madness, like full on. So, um, yeah, we're, we're getting into that, that stretch. But, yeah, I mean, and I think we talked about it the last time we did a video episode, right? Uh, aggression, getting to the hoop, not just, like, if we're going to just clank up bad shots, let's at least, like, drive to the hoop and get close, yeah. maybe draw some fouls, which we did. So, I don't know if somebody's listening, you know, yeah, over I there mean, in the Tennessee basketball program. To- I think Rick Barnes listens to you while he takes a shower. Rick Barnes doesn't sleep. He waits. I once saw Rick Barnes slam a revolving door. It happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I really like that press that we kind of put on him there. At first, I did not like it because I'm, I'm a pretty hardcore believer in, like, let's press, press, not let's half press. And yeah. uh, they weren't oh, trapping yeah. half court, and I got on my nerves a little bit, but. I really think oh, yeah. that's what brought us back in the game because it seemed like Missouri got worn down. So. Oh, yeah, we, we slapped that old, that, that sticky D. We slapped that, that sticky Waffle House, <laughs> sticky menu, sticky oh, D on them. No, it wasn't that syrup sticky, but it was it was enough to get them tired, and they weren't very deep. So it, it helped a lot. And you know, I mean, like, like I said, our defense is championship defense. It's just our offense. I mean – I, I've made it known, okay, that I think, you know, Plachic is is kind of the key. I think we need to work through him a lot more. He just – he takes up a lot of room, draws a lot of fouls, um, you know. But if we're not going to run through Plachic and we're going to use our guards and stuff like that, I mean, but one thing that they were doing today is kind of what I've, talk, I've been talking about on the podcast and lives and all that, the – when we can get our guards in catch and shoot situations, they're lots out. Yeah, it's 100%. just, I mean, key, you know, took a lot of pressure off of a and Ziegler tonight. Yeah. Um, he was knocking them down. Uh, we'll get into some stats big, here in a second. Big. Willie Taylor says, got to make free throws in the first half. Like they mean they will win the game. At the end of the game, missing free throws in the end hurts us for sure. The comment section is killing it. The comeback, love the effort. I mean, they were grinding, dude. I think I think you hit me up and you're like, because I think we were down by 17. And you were like, are you watching this yet? Yeah. <laughs> and I, was I, like, I was like, I can't do this again. I, I was, <laughs> That's what I was thinking I put, the whole time. I put, uh, what is it? It's not teardrop. Well, I mean, technically it's a teardrop, but it's the uh, whatever. I, I didn't look at it. Okay. But it was basically like dot, side, dot, yeah. yes, I'm watching. But And then we started yeah. – but I literally said – I don't remember word for word, but I was like, we're grinding it out or something. But, I mean, they grinded it out. They showed some tournament grit. It just, and honestly, dude, I almost think this team likes to just get down and dirty into like tight games. Like it's almost like they just get off on playing tight games. I don't know. But, I mean, I liked what I seen from Key. Mayshack was actually – I felt like – I don't know that he necessarily contributed a lot statistically, 
but him and Awaka was, I mean, they were big parts of the game too on defense and stuff, but not having Josiah Jordan James hurt, but I, I liked what I seen from the other guys. And to be honest with you, as much as I am a big Plotchich fan, I do think that, I don't know, maybe we keep this small lineup that we are working. And I mean, I think maybe we hit a stride with that. I, you know, maybe we go Adu at the center and then a walk at the four, you That's know, key. I like. And I mean, it, it seemed to be working. Like, I don't know how, what the range of the basketball fans we have on here tonight, but it kind of reminds me of like a few years back when the Warriors, now this is pre-Steph Warriors, okay, but when they had, I think it was Al Harrington at the center, and then they had like Baron Davis, and I don't remember the other guys, but they kind of went with that small lineup, and they actually made a pretty good little run, but I don't know. I mean, maybe we found something tonight. Maybe we got lucky. I don't know. But Mizzou is a little bit better than they get credit for. I mean, literally looking at the stats right here, Mizzou and us were both 19 and 6 now. Um, and I think the majority of those probably came in SEC play. But I feel a little bit better losing to Mizzou. That Vandy loss was rough. I mean, two buzzer beaters back to back. I mean, so. And I, I talked about it on the podcast, but Phillips last week probably should have dunked it. I don't think not dunking it was a terrible idea, but it's like, I mean, he's young. He's like a, is he a freshman, freshman, sophomore? Last Phillips. He can't dunk, trust me. Mm. <clears throat> Phillips is a freshman. That's what Willie says. Shotgun Willie sits around in his underwear. Shotgun Willie sits around it. I don't know if you actually sit around in your underwear, but if you want to sit around in your underwear tonight and drink a little bit, it's probably acceptable. Let's look at the old statisticals. I need like a screen that pops up when I say statisticals. It's like statisticals, 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 statisticals. So we went 24-53 from the field. They went 30-57. They shot 52.6%. We shot 45.3. Three-pointers, we were 42.9, which is lights out. But they were 53%. They hit hit 14. We hit 12. I mean, dude, that's insane. Which, as I was was watching it live, I knew that they were knocking them down. But to see that. Single. They went 14. And it was with like we had our hands in their face. They were just yeah. knocking them down at yeah. will. It was, they were, I mean, it, every time we'd hit one, they'd hit one right behind us. I was like, damn it. Come on now. Willie says Willie says sitting around in his underwear drinking sounds like a good time. Bourbon or beer tonight? It's it's probably both. gonna be bourbon. Both. Casper says both, but he's oh. a borderline alcoholic. Jess Will, what up? Jess Will, 81. You guys are freaking awesome tonight. I mean, I go live every Saturday, but I just it's oh, so yeah. much it's so much nicer when you guys are here. I talked to Casper all week. <laughs> yeah. Brown played lights out. He really did. Total rebounds. We out-rebounded them again. Everything. We out-rebounded Vandy. We, we had 37 total rebounds. They had 24. Um, 
maybe we had more rebounds because we were getting our own. I don't know. Yeah, we had 15 offensive rebounds because they wasn't missing nothing from the three-point line. No. <laughs> Assists, about even. We had 18. They had 15. Blocks, we had five. They had two. We had five steals. They had nine. We had 10 turnovers. They had seven. We had 17 personal fouls. They had 24. So, I mean, really, dude, on paper, I mean, it's a game that we should have won. They just – grinded it out man i Quick mean comment about the fouls uh mayshack you said he put good minutes in earlier you mentioned that uh i like his stat line 21 minutes uh four personal fouls five points that's what i'm talking about that's yes. my kind of bringing the intensity so what i'm talking I mean, about he had a pretty I mean, nasty block at one point. I mean, he, him and, um, him and, uh, Awaka are kind of like the Splash Brothers from the old, you know, Mighty Ducks movies. Like when they come in or whatever, or no, the Smash Brothers, they, they just come in and pardon my French, but they just come in and up and I love every second of it. I'm telling you, dude, I, this is the first time I've really got to watch, you know, enough of a game, but, Waka man, I that guy right there. Whew, I'm excited about that one. So this team has not put it together yet. Yeah. Um, but like really talent wise and potential, this team actually has a lot riding for them. Uh, yeah. I feel like, but it's just they just haven't. I don't found know the game if plan yet. They just hadn't found it yet. They hadn't hit that sweet spot. I, and that's what I've been saying. It's weird because like I feel like they are a you know championship team. Welcome back, Willie. I feel like that they Blake. are a championship team. And that's what I've been saying is I don't know how they're gonna put the pieces together, but it seems I don't know, dude. Like I said, maybe they found something with this smaller lineup. Like as much as I love Plotchich, and I think that we're definitely underutilizing him. <clears throat> I don't know, dude. That small lineup, they just had something going tonight. Like, I, that's that's the only way I know how to put it. Like, they just had something going. Yeah. But, I mean, when you look at this lineup, with the exception of Phillips – oh, wait, no, that's actually going by – the way Google does the stat line is really weird. But Comwa, 21 minutes, he had three rebounds, two assists, six points – that's one of those things where when you look at his stats, doesn't look like he had much of an impact, but he actually had a – like, he was playing some solid D. I think he hit a three-pointer at one point. Like, he brought some intensity to the floor. Um, Adu, 20, po- uh, 20 minutes, four rebounds, six points. Same thing with him. Like, for some reason, when either Kamwa and Adu or Kamwa and Awaka was in, it was just like they had something clicking. Phillips – uh, only 10 minutes, two rebounds, four points. Vescovi, 36 minutes. My God, he logs some. I mean, literally, because yeah. college basketball is, what, two halves of 20 minutes? 20, so 40 minutes. He, he yeah, set up so. four minutes. Yeah, it's, that's 30, cool. that scares me a little bit, to be honest. But Yeah, uh, 36 minutes. Mind, so he had six, another story. He had 16 points, five rebounds, which is pretty good for a guard. Ziegler, 29 minutes, 11 points, 10 assists, so he got a double-double. Key was the points leader for the Vols, 23 points in 31 minutes. He had six rebounds, two assists. Um, Now, Meshack, Awaka, 
Plotchich. They only had Plotchich in for about 10 minutes. BJ Edwards was the guy that I was talking about from Knoxville. He actually, he didn't, he only played six minutes, but he got four points. I mean, that's what I was saying. Like he wasn't in long, but he had, he had a little, little something, something going, but Meshack and Awaka, when you look at their stat lines, nothing too crazy. I mean, they both scored five points. Meshack was in for 21 minutes. Awaka was in for 16. But Awaka, again, if he starts logging some minutes, he may actually average a double-double. But seven rebounds, five points. I think last week he had like, I want to say it was like nine rebounds and eight points or something. But I mean, that one play, though, dude, I mean, kind of like, rend- uh, what am I trying to say, reminiscent of some old uh, Dennis Rodman when he was, like, diving out of bounds for the ball or whatever. Yeah, yeah, when he went down in the corner over there. Mm-hmm. I was afraid he wasn't getting back up, I'm going to be honest. but uh, Dude, yeah, the way they were acting, I was like, oh, man, he just busted his head on the side of a step or something, and then he jumps yeah. up, and they're all like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. I think that was playing into the energy for the comeback a little bit. I really do, and I'm fine with that. Fine that with that. would have been the iconic moment of the game if we would have won. Oh, they would they would have pointed to that and been like, oh, yeah, you know, but we didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I was um, I was really impressed with uh, Walker for sure. The only thing about his, he's got that seven rebounds. How many of those was his own misses? I, I mean, you know, I guess he only missed two, but he, I mean, he is a rebound machine when he stands under. That's what I like about him. Um, I feel yeah. like they're a little timid with him on the offensive end, like passing the ball. But dude, I really think that guy can play. You know, we talk about playing inside out. Uh, you know, give it to him up there at the elbow. Let him kick it around. I mean, dude, just feed the bigs, man. That's my thing. Like, feed it to Plotchage, feed it to – I mean, because, like – Take one that's hot, you know, based off who we're playing. Somebody's going to have a good day, but, yeah. But, like, it just seems like, man, when we're working the post, just – I don't know, man. Just, things happen. But we were spreading the ball around a lot better. I liked that. We were hitting some open shots, knocking down some shots, getting some catch-and-shoot situations. Uh, Ziggler – you know, it just uh, he plays pretty much the same way. It's just the shots either go in or they don't with him. I mean, you know, yeah. like he was getting to the rim, he was knocking them down. It's like a lot of the times when he's playing, he just don't knock them down. But he plays pretty much the same way every week. So, but yeah, that one that one's pretty lights out. Um, you know, not lights out, but that was pretty depressing to see that. So, um, yeah, that was. Uh, I don't know. Like you said, dude, two two L's on game winning shots back to back is pretty rough. I mean, like we would be sitting at twenty one and four right now. I think probably I'm pulling it up right now, but I think probably the biggest stat that we did not cover there is going to be turnovers. Ten turnovers to seven. That's yeah. And I mean, we there was two of those that we got back that we really shouldn't have there in the second half. Yeah. Behind, so at least. Compared to this week, was it what game was it that UNT Fitty was like, My god, that was awful? Was that the Vandy game or was that the no, that was the Auburn no, no, no. game? The Auburn yeah, where he couldn't game, shoot the ball like <laughs> that's what I, I was gonna tell you. You know, my favorite things to look at there is the field goal percentage, and by god. When you know we shot 45%, which isn't great, but we'll take it. But when they hit 53% from the three point line, no, nah. 
I'm I mean, done. that's hard. <laughs> that's hard to overcome for yeah. for sure. But I 100%. mean, the the main things that like I liked was the fact that a we were getting to the free throw line. Uh, what did I say? Twenty five for thirty three. So we shot thirty three free throws. But uh, yeah. we but not only were we like getting half, to the line, that was the problem. we didn't we didn't know it was like half. We didn't yeah. play inside at all. We didn't drop the ball. We didn't move the ball. It was like we kind of quit doing what we were doing before. I mean, we were chipping back into it, but yeah. I think I don't know, man. I don't know if it, it because we got them in foul trouble, we started doing something different or what. But I do like the fact that we got to the free throw line and we shot seventy five percent again. Twelve for twenty eight behind the arc, forty two percent. Um, rebounds is there assists I mean like, it's all there I mean we had more blocks uh, we had a few more turnovers but I mean yeah. on paper I mean like I said they kind of sort of did everything right just didn't pan out yeah I, it, I mean it'd be like that sometimes well we say on paper we did everything right they hit all their shots they got ahead because we didn't play that good to start the game and it's hard to come from behind it and we did but I mean, dude, all it would take is for them to miss two more of those three-pointers that they just drilled. I mean, I would 53% from the three-point line again. Like, if you tell a coach that you can shoot 30%, they'll take it. But, I mean, dude, the thing is, like I said earlier, like, we had our hand in their face majority of the game. They were just knocking them down, dude. I mean, they were just lights out. Like, it just kind of is what it is. Yeah, you can do everything you can do, and if they don't miss the shots, it's, it's, as long as they're contested. Like I said, like when we, getting behind, we weren't there every time, but after, you know, when we started our run, we were there every time, and, you know, can't can't beat it. It is what it is. Another tough loss. We'll learn, I guess. I hope. Maybe. Well, we, I tell you what, we will go ahead and take, we're going to take an unofficial break here uh, on the this will be our first break on this episode of Little Tangerine Show. We are not going to exit the live, though. We're just going to take a break. Yeah, we're still here, guys. It's yeah, just we're, we're not leaving. Break. We're just we're going to take a break. When you're listening to this on the podcast, however, there's going to be some kind of ad or break right here, and then we'll come back. It's just on the podcast, you're not going to hear the mumbo jumbo that we're about to talk about. So hey, don't go anywhere, and we will be right back. Hey guys, what is up? I want to tell you about a awesome app that I use all the freaking time, whether it's for sports collectibles, whether it's for gaming stuff, stuff for streaming. You can literally use it for anything. It is called Klarna. What it is, is it's basically sort of like having a credit card without actually having a credit card because it doesn't affect your credit score at all unless you miss some payments, which I mean... I mean, you know, it can't be perfect, right? But what you can do with Klarna is you can go on Klarna, uh, you can use the app, and you can click on wherever it is that you're trying to shop for, whether it's Bass Pro Shop, Walmart, eBay, Facebook, Target, pretty much every major every major retailer that you can imagine is on there and what you do is they will pay for it for you up front and then you pay them back in four payments that you can alternate every other week and i'm telling you this thing has come in clutch for me so many times here recently 
Um, I would not recommend something that I do not personally use, and I'm telling you guys right now, I use this all the time. Casper's going to be slightly annoyed that I'm even talking about it because he doesn't like to use any kind of credit whatsoever for anything. Me personally, I use it all the freaking time. I love it. So do yourself a favor. Check out Klarna. I'm going to put a link on this video right here. Um, if you click on that link, they're going to give you some kind of goodies. And to be honest with you, I don't even know what all they're going to give to you. So I'm just going to point down here and I'll tell you what they're going to give to you. But it's awesome. I use it all the time. Again, I wouldn't recommend you guys use anything that I do not personally use myself. So check it out. If you're a little short on cash this week, but you want to get something for the old apartment or the, you know, the, the big game day that's coming up, whatever it might be. And don't go anywhere. The little tangerine show is coming back any second, guys. Come on, man. Rebels8705 joined. There's all kinds of names with numbers and I'm I too. Like hey, why don't y'all stay a while? We're about to talk about some good shit, okay? <laughs> Drew's about to bounce some stuff off my head and I'm gonna scream and cuss about it. It's gonna be a good time. The Newport Nightmare. We got any racing fans in here? I'm one for one. It. I just wanna say I'm one for one so far. Marty Truex Jr. won me a hundred dollars <laughs> last week. Yeah. No, yeah. Some point, over the Daytona 500 betting odds, and you can tell me who I need to bet 100 bucks on. Because yes, professionalism. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay, guys, we are back. Uh, it is. Uh, I don't even think I properly introed you earlier, but I'm back. I'm Big Drewski. You're listening to the Little Tangerine Show. I'm here with my buddy Casper, who's here borderline as always with the exception of the little mini-sodes that i do during the week when i come unhinged on my way to and or from work <laughs> i get to laugh at those like y'all do mm -hmm. yeah you don't even know they're coming half the time you just get the notification then get whacked upside the head when you hit play pretty much <laughs> pretty accurate that one i did the other day though was unhinged when i was no you gotta dish it to plotch dish the jitch I like no. how you said all that, and then he only played 10 minutes. <laughs> I know. They did listen to me, though. We drove down low a little we bit did. better. And we were Caden. awful at it at first. So, this is breaking news, and it's big news. This is I've not told you this on purpose, oh, because man. I want you to bask in the glory. So, as you well know, went to uh, Texas Roadhouse today, pretty much dropped a hundo. Yep. That was... Really nice lady had a, uh, was it Hurricane? Is that a margarita? No, Hurricane's what? not a margarita. Hurricane's like, that's for real alcoholics. Oh, well, she was had one of those, but I, I made it rain. I mean, it was, we got, yeah. I got like an appetizer or two. Um, you know, the the child got some. Everybody was just getting appetizers and, and sauces and whatever. That's it was good. nice. The breaking news is I've been talking about it constantly. <laughs> something that I want to do and or get. Uh, I should know, but you NCAA know, I'm football 14. Oh my God. Uh, there is a modded Xbox that is on the way. 
<laughs> oh baby. Oh yes, dude. We're gonna have this thing's gonna be lit next Saturday night. You're gonna be playing Georgia versus Tennessee, baby. Probably. I'll, I'll, yeah, you'll Can probably you be hosting first. It. Can you please do South Carolina first? Play South Carolina. <laughs> barrier, turn but, them down and make, but yeah, so I really it's a redemption. I, I, so I finally um Finally, uh, yes, I ordered a modded Xbox 360 with uh, college football revamped, loaded, ready to go. It also has NCAA March, or no, what is this? NCAA March Madness, or I don't know, one of the basketball games. But yeah, so dropped 200 on that. <laughs> so I'll be honest, if you didn't order one, I told you yesterday that you need to order a new one since then yours out for the record. We might so because it was basically like so for those of you who don't know, okay. And I'm not going I can't confirm nor deny nor tell you what to do with your life. But NCAA football fourteen, um, a bunch of like gamer people and modders and whatever have went in and they have modded NCAA football 14 to where you can now play it again. However, you have to have either 360, PS3, PC, whatever, but you got to have the original game. And there's all the stuff that, well, basically you got to have like a modified Xbox that can go in and I guess, I, I don't know. I don't know the mumbo jumbo of like how the stuff works, but um, so I went and this was like, this has been a saga because like I've been trying to find um, the original copy of the NCAA 14 that I had, which uh, I had to go over to my, my dad's house, try to find it, dig it out, all that stuff. Finally found the 360 and I was pretty sure it was the PS3 that I had it. And then lo and behold, it was in there, played it. Then the game was all scratched up. So I couldn't play it because the game was scratched up and this has been a weeks long thing but in like two weeks this is a full saga go ahead get it out i mean it's it's not as bad as the uh the southern shock thing but it's it's been pretty bad <laughs> i mean I come over and play it <laughs> yeah probably I mean, oh good I, know, can, I have, I have eight thousand dollars to spend oh you could uh yeah you could get a modded xbox oh. and then we could play together because you've been looking for some money oh, to blow is it, anyway is it got online play now i can't i that part i'm not 100 sure yet. i was gonna i, I was gonna get know. a hdmi cable plug it straight into my gaming laptop that's how i was gonna play it but well, let me know if there's online so we can do two players because that'd be that would be pretty cool. But yeah, I'm 100% going to be streaming that at least bare minimum on YouTube. We're going to we're going to take Hendon. He's going to go all the way and we're going to get the Heisman. But yeah, so it is it says it's going to be here by the 13th. So I I don't know. I, I see the thing is, I don't know that I can Valentine's Day at your house. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> we took a little lead off of first this weekend. That was a so. very smart move going ahead and take this roadhouse today. I like that. Yeah, like we went that. to Texas Roadhouse. Uh dessert was on us uh so to speak. Uh-huh. <laughs> um yeah, it was. Yeah, we took a little lead off of first on that, but um, but yes, Valentine's Day, I'm going to be spending most likely playing that. But but yeah, no, I was, dude, I was super pumped about that. That I was like, and I, I knew. I'm glad I told you first though, because I don't know if T Fitty's watching this, but he's going to 
shit all over me for it. Sorry ass is going to shit all over everybody for everything because he's a loser. The thing is, he can only talk so much smack because he's got a hundred something thousand dollar boat sitting in storage. So, I mean. Dude, that that mug spends a lot of money on a boat monthly. Hated ball fan (laughs) joined. I might hear that. He might get mad. I think all Vols fans are hated, but hated Vol fan joined. Welcome, welcome. Hey, listen, how can you be a hated Vol fan? You're not hated on this show, baby. We <laughs> love Vol fans over here, by God. Oh, yeah. So, um, uh, changing topics a little bit. Uh, LeBron is now the GOAT, right? Uh, that's that's no. unanimous. Shut the hell up. <laughs> LeBron has officially broken... The all-time scoring record, so he's goaded. I know you love that word. He's goaded. No, he's goaded. He's the goat. Can't touch him. Uh, no, I mean he's not my goat. Sub hated ball fan says. I I have respect for LeBron, and you said that with a straight face. So no, I mean I, I do as a player. Let's. We're not talking about any of the off the court. Like, I, just for the but, record, most probably most athletic athlete to ever athlete. I, I agree. He is, he is super athletic, and dude, I mean that takes work. Like he, like I mean, like, about Kobe putting in work. LeBron put in some work too. Just like we said, off his later I mean, years and started drinking when you, wine. When you talk about athletes, I mean, he could literally probably have made it in the MLB. He could have probably made it in the NFL. And either went to Hall of Fame in both, or at least a superstar. I mean, most athletic person ever, right? But you have, I mean, honestly, yeah, I, you have I, I all these that. people that are like, "Ooh, I never plugged my laptop in." You have all these people that are like, "It's official." But the thing is that I kind of laugh at. He passed MJ a long time ago. Yeah, and that's the <laughs> same thing. Everybody forgot that it was Kareem, by God. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, he passed MJ a long time ago, okay? Yeah. So a lot of people are like, oh, he's he's officially better than MJ. I'm like, buddy, he passed him a long time ago. He's already played. I'm not exactly sure on the number, but I think he's played approximately 300 more games than Jordan at this point. Yes. Already. And this is his career. And he, he's still probably got two years left. So uh, He has said that he does. By the way, I don't know how loud this background noise is, but uh, I forgot to plug my laptop in. But, uh, but yes, um, you know, he, he has said that he wants to play with Bronny. Um, so not sure if that's going to happen. But, I mean, most athletic person ever, you know, kudos to the longevity. But in my opinion, uh, I, I don't think he's the goat. Um, most of the people that I, don't, I guess we're just going to top, we're just going to finish this lemon drop off. Um, but I feel like most of the people that praise Braun didn't watch them both. I got the opportunity to watch them both, and for me, I just think like it's MJ, and it's not even close. Um, the dude got so bored at being the best that he like retired and came back twice. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, and also MJ went to Chapel Hill. Yeah, yeah, Carolina Tar Heel, we know. Um, but no, I mean, I, I do, like I said, and you laugh, but I really do have a lot of respect for LeBron. But dude, I don't even know that he's like top th- three. I mean, I would definitely say he's top. 
I would definitely say top three. Oh, I mean, I'm comfortable with saying he's probably like second. No. Um, no. But I, I definitely don't think he's first. Top three. I mean, it's debatable. Um, I think when you look at statistics and stuff, like as much as now I hated Kobe when he played, but you know, as much as like I look back and like respect Kobe, you know, I'm like. I feel like LeBron might kind of have the edge on Kobe, but I mean, a lot of people just kind of skip over Kareem and some of them guys, though. Yeah, I mean, I it's MJ and then Kobe and then LeBron in my book. I guess, I guess that's what I'll stick with. But you know, Kobe, I I think we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about the podcast, but me and you definitely talked about at one point, like. The farther away we get from Kobe being on the court and the more we go back and watch and realize like how dedicated he was, the more I'm like, oh Yeah, you know, at the time I couldn't stand Kobe because I and again, I thought MJ was a goat, still stand by that. Yeah. Um and I do too right now. Everybody was like, No, Kobe's better. And I'm like, No, he's good, but he's not and so like I kind of despise Kobe because of the whole MJ debate. Yeah. But like you said, the more that I've kind of looked back and looked at the full scope of things, the more I'm like, you know, man, God, like you hear all these stories. I think it was Jay Williams. I could be wrong, yeah. but Jay Williams was talking about um, Tennessee girl, 26. What's up? Um, hey, girl. T- hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, what What I do? I, I'm just yeah. kidding. I know it was just funny because you're like, hey, girl, what's up, girl? <laughs> uh, but I think it was Jay Williams was talking about. He showed up early one game and was out there doing the shoot around. I know me, you've talked about this story, but uh, he was doing the shoot around and uh, Kobe was already there when he got there. And so he goes out on the court, kind of stretches out, whatever, and starts warming up. Well, again, Kobe was already there before. And uh, I think he said he worked out for about 45-ish minutes or whatever. Uh, and this was like before a game. And ended up, uh, eventually, he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go. And so he sat back and watched. Kobe kept going for like another 15 or 20 minutes before he finally stopped. And uh, he walked over and asked Kobe like later after the game, whatever. He's like, man, you know, you was there before I got there. And you still worked out for like 15, 20 minutes after. Like, is that how long you work out before every game? And Kobe's like, nah, I just, when I seen you come out there, that I was going to prove to you that I was going to work harder than you. And he's like, mentality, yeah. So he's like, I didn't care how long you was going to be out there. I was going to stay out there for another 15, 20 minutes after you were done. And um, that's what it was. He was like, dude, he's like, look, I mean, yeah, you know, I, yeah, I was there before you, but I was going to prove to you that I was going to work harder than you and I was going to be better than you. And it's just like you hear all these stories and it's like, man, that dude was just built different. No, that's what I'm saying. I built different. Well, so this is what this is what I want to say about LeBron, because I, I, people are just going to hear me say LeBron's not the goat. You remember how we had this discussion this week? Uh, we talked about football. We talked about Brady and Rodgers. And then uh, we talked about NASCAR. We talked about Richard Petty, Kyle Busch. But what I'm trying to say right now is we talk about the GOAT, the greatest of all time versus the best, okay? Like, 
like you just said, they're big Drewski. I definitely think LeBron's the best athlete, and all, LeBron might be the best all-around basketball player, like just from a talent perspective. But I think that as far as the whole instinct, killer instinct, the desire to win and not give a damn about anything else, I think MJ and Kobe both beat him at that. Right, like we talked about, um, that Kyle Busch is probably the best NASCAR driver of all time, even though you know he didn't have the most stats because stats matter. No, um, we did the research. Yeah, so you know, I will give LeBron that. Like all around, I think LeBron's a little bit better passer, probably than either of them were. Honestly, I mean, do you agree with that? Like, I mean, yeah, he's definitely a phenomenal passer. Like, I think he's like fourth or fifth on the all-time assist right now and i mean i hold john stockton in like the highest regard so you know but yeah i mean so like go back to his day his first run in cleveland there i mean you remember the knock on him was always that he doesn't take the shot he passes the ball too much yes think about how many more game-winning shots and how many more points he would have if he didn't pass the ball all the time and just kind of took over because in, in my opinion when he was a little bit younger he, I mean, when he was at, what, that, like, 21 to 25 age, dude, they could have played him ISO the whole game and nobody was going to stop him. I mean. That's probably fair. I mean, it, it. so, like I said, I think all-around basketball player LeBron's definitely up there. So, have respect for that. As far yeah, as, I uh, mean, the, greatest, the best. Though, that's just all, not the only thing we measure by. The best all-around basketball player from the standpoint of, like, you can literally put the main. Uh, so, like, I would put when you're talking about all around basketball player i would also put magic johnson up there from the standpoint of like you could literally put them at any position point guard to center you could put them at any position and they could play it um magic you know infamously uh, played center in one of those playoff series back in the day and even hit hit the hook shot to pay homage to cream or whatever but you know as far as like being the most well-rounded athletic basketball player ever yes but like and it's not even like for me it's not even about the political the problem that i have with lebron it's not the political stuff it's not the things that he said okay it's not any of that it's not him pretending to read that book from fidel i think it's from from fidel castro where he's on the same page for like six weeks um, like literally he he was he, he was holding the book on the same page for like four business days like who, <laughs> like who does that it's not any of that that's not my problem with him i don't care if you want to talk about you know, politics or any of that stuff like that stuff doesn't bother me at all whatsoever. Um, for me, my biggest thing with LeBron is kind of like what hated Vol fan said just now, which by the way, if you're listening to this in the podcast, make sure you like and subscribe on all the social medias, hit up big If you want to get in on the, cause we're live streaming right now. Uh, some of you guys will be listening to this later. Um, but my biggest problem is had he had MJ or Kobe's mentality, it would be hands down, could not debate it whatsoever. Yeah. It's the walking off the court during the playoffs. That's Even the other day, 
I, I get it. You had a crappy foul that didn't go your way, and it was a game-deciding foul, but for him to flop around on the ground and stuff and throw a like, grown man ten- temper tantrum, you just don't see stuff like that, in my opinion, when you're talking about the GOAT. But, like, I mean, him – I mean, I think he's, like, walked off the court – several like there's been times where he'll just walk over to the bench and sit down and the coach called time out and they'll swap i mean he's walked off the court during playoff series i mean it's just when you start rattling some of the stuff that he's done and he's done a lot of cool things too but it's like for me when you're looking at the scope of all of it it's just like man you know that's the part that i don't like the you know, building the super teams and all of that stuff. You know, I mean, a lot of people say that MJ had a super team. I mean, my God, who would you rather have, dude? Like Chris Bosch, Dwayne Wade, one of those guys, or Tony Kukoc? I mean, you know, like I would much rather have Chris Bosch. I mean, hell, I think he no, even had like Shaq on those teams. But – I'm just saying, like, Tony Kukoc or Chris Bosh, I'd probably rather have Chris Bosh myself. Ooh, the messages are popping off. Let me get caught up. It's time for Barnes to go, go, Vols fan says. I don't know that I agree with that. I gotta agree. I don't think we get past Sweet 16 with Barnes. I don't like him just because he acts like a crybaby. If we go out around 64, fire him. What? I can't hear you. He crying too loud. Wish Chandler would have stayed. We needed him. A lot of a lot of messages firing off there. Um, me personally, I don't think we get rid of Barnes. Not yet. Oh. I mean, he's he's got a lot of upside. How long has he been here now? Not long uh, enough. I don't think he's been here long enough either. But let me look. But yeah, going back to the uh, the you know LeBron thing. For me personally, I just I, he's just not my goat. That's just all there is to it. But yeah, sticking with the messages. But it is cool he got the all-time scoring record, and and that's something he's probably never. I honestly don't think he's ever going to lose that. Do you? Um, somebody will come along eventually, which is going to be hilarious because all these people that think like all these kids, it's like, no, LeBron's that goat, can't touch him. Like, I can't wait until somebody that's clearly not as good comes along and all of his fans start saying he's the best, and then they have to try to defend it. Like, I can't wait for yeah. that. Well, I mean, Barnes has been here since 2015. Yeah, he. I mean, he's been here a minute, but, I mean, like, the thing about Barnes is, what did he do wrong? I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, I don't really think it's, like... I don't think it's the coach. I mean, if anything, him switching to the the, the smaller lineup is kind of what saved us tonight, or almost did. <clears throat> but he is known as regular season Barnes. I get that part of it. Um, my thing is, if we get rid of Barnes, I don't know who else is on the market. Let's even yeah. Like, so there's that, and then there's also the fact that like okay. I'm not, I hate to say it, but you said on your podcast this week, so I want you on your on your sub, your mini sub without me, and I heard it, and I was like, ha ha ha, got him, got him. We're not a basketball school, guys. We're not a basketball yeah. conference either. That's yeah, I mean, like, like 
Yeah, let's not pretend like all of a sudden we're, I mean, like literally like in basketball, what have we done? I mean, before Rick Barnes. Respect where respect is due, okay? Like I I just, I told Drew earlier this week that when the daggum football playoff goes to 12 teams, how many teams did I say was going to make it out of the SEC first first year? Do you remember the number? You said in football? Probably like six. I said six. And then I said that if you want to look at it after two years, there'll be more SEC wins than other teams that made it. So, uh, but we, we're talking about basketball, guys. Like, it's the SEC. I'm sorry. Other I mean, so talking. here's the thing. And again, and, you know, now I'm not on board with the whole, like, let's just fire coaches whenever they're, you know, yeah. like he's winning, which is good. But I don't get on board with the whole, like, let's just fire everybody and start over. Because if anything football has shown us is that that does not work. But the last Elite Eight that we hit was 2010. Actually, the only Elite Eight we've ever hit was 2010. Yeah. And we've hit the Sweet 16. One, two, three, four, five, six... I've been drinking too much. Eight times total, 2014, 2019. So Rick Barnes took us to the Sweet 16 last time. 2010 was the last time we hit the oh, league. Actually, Earl. that's the only time we hit. Earl. Oh. No, maybe not. Kunzo Martin was here 2011 to 2014. Maybe it was Pearl. No. But, see, that was the other thing, too, with Kunzo Martin. Actually, it might have been Pearl. Uh, with Kunzo Martin, everybody did the same thing. It was like all of a sudden, you know, like, no, we need to fire him. Let's just give up on him. He sucks. Get him out of here. Yeah. He can't win nothing. Ain't never going to win nothing. You know, yeah. just get rid of him. Start mm-hmm. over. Then all of a sudden, we started winning. And then the most embarrassing part of that was everybody all of a sudden was like, oh, we're going to go all the way. Cause I think that was when we had like Jarnell Stokes and everybody. Um, and everybody was like all pumped up. And then like at the end of the season, he was like, deuces, I'm out. Peace. Don't need gins. Uh, thanks for nothing. Yeah. And it was pretty freaking embarrassing. Yeah. That was with Bruce Pearl. Like you said, the Tennessee coaching job for basketball. It's uh, if you got somebody that wants to stay a while, might as well keep them. Sorry. So, and I don't oh, know. I just watched that replay again on ESPN. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you knew this or not, but did you know? Oh, God. Well, actually, I talked about it in the podcast, but did you know that Rick Barnes, he wanted to come here before, but people told him, no, don't go there. It's a football yeah. school. Yeah, I heard you, you know, saying that. I did not know that until the podcast. So yeah, and then he, I think he yeah. left. He either left and went to Clemson or he went to maybe that was when I think that was when he went to Texas. Yeah. And then, you know, the job was open and he decided to come here. So, I mean, in my opinion, he's kind of put us on the map. So, yeah, I don't think that firing it, firing him is the way to go. Like, I think like just firing everybody and want to start over is kind of what's wrong. With Tennessee. Well, we said that that's the problem with the football program and this fan base. I, I, back to your podcast, I'm going to give you some props here. You kind of called the fan base out a little bit and told them to quit bit. being so negative. And uh, I really enjoyed that. As somebody who is a transplant and was on the other side of the Tennessee fan base, I enjoyed picking on the Tennessee fan base more than on the actual athletic department. 
is that's always kind of been the problem yeah. with our fan base is as soon as we have a somewhat negative season or something happens by the way we're going to get back into the messages here in a second i see y'all messaging but i've been drinking a little bit so i, I it's cheers. one thing at a time right now cheers i don't know i'll have to go back and look at the video cheers, cheers. there mine's, we go all right mine's empty but I don't, i'd have to go back and look but it was somewhere yeah i'd be in the floor it was somewhere in here yeah, about a half was it half yeah it was Maybe not quite a whole half. Third, a quarter. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, that's that's the store-bought stuff. But, I mean, you know. Um, my wife's going to kill me if I wake up tipsy. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's always been the biggest problem. And my thing is, like, there's no uh, – I mean, I'm not going to say there's nobody. But I am just as much – a Tennessee Vols fanatic as anybody else. This is a team signed football from 04, which has everybody as, except I did not catch Jason Witten, but Casey Clawson, Tony McDaniel, Cedric Houston, CJ League. Um, they're pretty much all on here. Jabril Wilson. Um, I'm a fanatic yes. through and through not going anywhere. I've had people message me that's basically been like, dude, I just can't do it anymore. They broke my heart too much and this and that. I'm a fanatic through and through. Okay. I have been through all the ups and downs, you know, when I I was in college, not at Tennessee, but I was in college when Lane Kiffin abandoned us in the middle of the night. And there's people burning mattresses in the middle of the road. Um, I thought about driving from Jefferson City, and we were thinking about driving down to be a part of it. Um, I went through that. I went through Dooley. I went through, you know, Coach Jones. Um, all of the ups and downs. Brick so, brick by brick. Brick by brick. <laughs> um, we are the champions of life. Somehow, Butch Jones figured out how to throw confetti in September. I don't know how he did it, but kudos to you. You went to that game, didn't you? Because you're a racing super fan. No, because they took my damn walls down to my racetrack. I didn't go to that. Oh, no, I you, you went to that. The biggest of them all, baby. The biggest dog of yeah. them all. So, <laughs> yeah. Is it frustrating? Yes. Um, They don't call him regular season Rick for nothing. I think in the bigger scheme of things, I had, to, again, you're, tra- you're self- Proclaimed transplant. Oh, okay. I kind of had yeah, to. Yeah. I kind of had to educate you a little bit because remember we were talking about basketball tickets. You're like, I, I'd like to go I to really the enjoyed that section of the podcast. I was laughing in the shower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you were like, man, I'd really like to go to that game. But and I'm like, ah, well, we can probably get tickets in the nosebleed. And you're like, no, there's no way. And I'm like, dude, listen, we're good at football again. Basketball is in the back seat, and we're talking about one of the roadsters or whatever from the, the, uh, you know, the, what is it? The uh, Griswolds, the, yeah. what are those called? I'm blanking. Griswolds are stupid. What? What's the car though? Station wagon. Uh, yeah. I, I can't yeah. Well, we're talking about station wagon. Basketball takes a back seat to football. We're talking about back seat of a station wagon, back seat or a suburban, but Ooh, that's back seat turn around backwards. Yes. I mean, <laughs> so, when we're good at football, basketball takes backseat. So we need to remember first off, 
before we start demanding that we get better coaches and all this stuff. The best we've ever done was 2010 when we made an Elite Eight. <laughs> like, that is way, way, way down the list. I mean, if we make a Final Four this year, which I doubt, but if we make a Final Four, that would be the best that we've ever done. And that's the best we've done since 2010. Um, we've not even made an Elite Eight since. So, yeah. Um, you know, is it frustrating? Yes, I understand it. Um, but to be honest with you, I don't know how Casper feels about it, but this team, I still think may or may not be built for the built for the tournament. If we can get the offensive woes kind of figured out a little bit, so, I don't know. I think I would like to see us stick with this smaller, more athletic lineup. No, but, I don't want to stick with one lineup, but. This is why. This is what I. I we're gonna pull the positives out here because this is the little tangerine show, not not Daggum, the sports animal radio. Sorry to say that loud. Um, we talk about positives here. Here's the deal. We learned today that we can play small, but we also still have the option to go big. That's good. Based off who we're playing, we can pick our matchups. Uh, the coaches can go back and game plan that a little bit. I think that when we go small, if we're going to go small, we have to play that press defense. I think that's going to be the key. We can't go to that um, – can't play half-court defense. we got to play not not like a, a hard press, but like what my coach would call a 70 press. Like we're there. We have a hand in your face. Make sure you're paying attention. But just enough to keep you stressed out. It's not really like we're trying to steal the ball and trap and all that, but, you know. Make them play. I think that that's the key if we're going to stick small. Um, and like I said earlier, dude, I Awaka, dude, I'd like to kind of, I'd like to throw him the ball down low and see what happens. It, Just the, give dude, him the ball, let him kinda, see what he does. <laughs> like, I, I feel like he's good enough to make some of those hook shots where somebody's going to have to crash and like, like well, you said, so let's to be honest shoot, with maybe. you though, Viscovi kind of plays better when things are a little chaotic. Like he's yeah. one of those people that sort of embraces the chaos a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, like, I, I mean, at this point it's like, let's just start throwing stuff at the wall and see what sticks yeah. going back to the messages. I know right. we're not a basketball school, but we can still be passionate. I'm a hundred percent passionate. I'm right there with you. Offense was nice to not change the subject. How do you think the balls baseball does? I'd totally be okay with football and baseball school. Everything's cool. And, you know, there really is not a lot of things that are better than a baseball game on a nice, like, spring day or summer day. Um, so I'm going to be honest with you. If you guys have been on here frequently or listen to the podcast, I make no bones or mistake about it. Um, this is the first year that I have been able to even – keep up with like other sports besides football and basketball. Um, I've not had every weekend off since 2014, little known fact. Um, as far as baseball, we got a lot of people back. Now I have a baseball guy. That's kind of our expert. Casper will tell you right now, same thing. I will. I'm not a baseball expert, but I think the baseball team's going to do well this year. But I'm going to wait until I bring my quote-unquote baseball guy on to dissect too far into that. But you'll be here. Well, I mean, if you want to be here. I don't know Um, if you want me and him on the show together. (laughs) 
What is that? Because y'all will be taking too many shots. Because both of us have a problem. What with the talking about baseball or uh, with alcohol? Really? Yeah, it's. I, it, it would turn into an absolute shot fest. If you're, if you're gonna pull your baseball guy on here, I recommend you do it before nine o'clock at night because I know what he's like at nine o'clock at night, and it's. <laughs> It, it's, I mean, you want to call him right now? <laughs> it, what's What's strange enough is he would probably answer if I if I texted him right now and says, "Hey, buddy, we're live. Get on here and let's talk baseball." He would, but at that point, we would be off the rails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Early football predictions. I think we talked about it a little bit last week, um, but. Hated Vol fan wants to know early football predictions. I'm gonna say I think we've talked about this. Regular season wins only. Don't throw the ball. Regular game. season Regular season wins. We want to hear it. <clears throat> so here's the thing. I fully think we could go to the playoffs. I just want to let that be known. I fully think it. Maybe that's you know optimism. Maybe that's because you know. Me and Squirrel White are besties now. Best friends Um, friends forever. Best friends forever. Sign. I'm just telling you, I think that we possibly could go all the way. I don't know why, but I just think, I don't know. This team, the way things lined up this this year, I don't know. I think we could go all the way. But I'm going to say comfortably – I think we get nine regular season wins comfortably. But for the record, if we win a natty, and we talked about this on oh, episode yeah. two four, I think. On ep- was, it? Show, boys. was it episode two four? Um, if we win the natty, I if they assuming they have some orange colored chubsy, which is basically a onesie that's probably too tight. Uh, if we win the natty, I will throw a Chubsy on and walk down some busy street in Knoxville. No, 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 which no, one no. yet? Cumberland to the football stadium. I don't that's know it. that I can make it that far. It's the only thing. I, well, I'll drag you. I'll <laughs> I'd have to. I'd have to hop on one of those electric scooters and ride my oh, way into town. That would be even better. I'll pay for it. Bird scooter sounds great. Walk it in. What about a big orange golf cart where I'm just smuggling grapes all the way to the stadium? I I mean, I fully think that we can go all the way. But you think like when you say all the way, are you talking twelve and oh or are you talking eleven and one? I think that we could I think we could hit the top four. Like I think we can make the playoffs. But that's just looking at so the reason why and again, maybe it's just like biased optimism, but I think that we can hit the top four solely because I don't know what's going to happen with Georgia. I'm not going to, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say I learned my lesson. I'm not going to downplay Georgia because Kirby is a baller, but they're going to be in a kind of a weird rebuilding situation. Alabama is going to be in a weird Rebuilding situation. Milrow has proved that he can't protect the ball. Maybe he gets better. Maybe he doesn't. However, like I've said, like I've said before, 
I think that by the time we play them, which is like five or six games in, maybe they start Milrow. He keeps turning the ball over. Maybe he has some issues and they bench him. So then they bring the next. I think that they could possibly be in some quarterback trouble by the time we play them. So Georgia is going to be in a weird situation. They're also playing us at home. We're going to Tuscaloosa, and I think that maybe they're in a weird spot. Now, the problem is Nick Saban's going to be out for blood this year because they, A, have a lot to prove, and B, it's mother effing Nick Saban. I mean, like, (laughs) I mean, it's Nick Saban. So, like, you can't downplay that. But I think when you combine Georgia sort of being in a real rebuild mode, Bama being in rebuild mode, I think when you combine that with our schedule, I think we actually have a pretty decent shot. But do we win the East and go to the SEC title? I don't know because Georgia's still Georgia. But you look at the scope of that. I mean, like outside of the SEC, who's going to come in and take it? I mean, TCU don't have Max Duggan. They're probably not going to do anything. Colorado, they got Coach Prime, but they're not ready yet. USC, maybe. Ohio State, maybe. You got Penn State, Michigan. I think think Michigan's probably going to be out for blood this year too. But when you look outside the SEC, it's like, who's the other contenders? Notre Dame, probably not. I mean. Hey, I got one for you. Got one for you. The Tar Heels, baby. You better watch. Better watch it. A strike you one. Him. A strike you, one. You seen him? <laughs> you seen that quarterback out there? Uh, Drake the May is, is a baller. Drake May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake May. I'm telling y'all. Listen, they might say that Will Levis has good hands and intangibles, but by God, Drake May has better head of hair. Um, <laughs> real quick, hated ball fan. If you go streaking down Cumberland. I don't want to see that. So it'd be better if you were Um <laughs> Oh man, these I'm I don't know if I'm tips here. These comments are just popping off. But no, I mean they're, they're pretty good tonight. I got Drake. I gotta say. Yeah, I, I dude, I freaking love y'all, yeah. man. It's off season and y'all are starting to come back a little bit. It makes me happy. Casper, I'll tell you, I've been down a little bit, guys. Yeah. Thanks I've for been being like, here y'all's host, like, your host, not the ghost Drew, really need y'all tonight, but. So here's the thing, I, and I, I hadn't wanted to say this because it's early in the offseason, and I hope that sometime getting closer to football season we discuss this a little bit more, but the whole SEC schedule this year is going to be different. And the reason I think it's going to be different is there's probably going to be more night games in primetime, being that we're off CBS and we're moving to ESPN. Dude, I'm telling you right now. That's a, that's a big. Full send, full hard stance. When it comes to an SEC night game, everything's on the table, dude. Like, yeah. everything – I mean, like, dude, like, night games really d- us over this year, but it is they what it is. They over but, the road team a lot. That's, I mean, that's just what happens. When it comes like, to a night game, I don't care what the record is or whatever, SEC night game, do not bet on. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm very curious to see because we talk about – okay, so we're – we're at Florida. Okay, what do we do whenever they put that game at seven o'clock start? That, like, I'm not that scared about playing at Florida. I probably should be a little bit more name. I'm not. But what happens when we go to Florida and it's at seven o'clock on ESPN? 
I mean, buckle up and get ready for a ride. I mean, that's because, I mean, like, we so. Lost South Carolina because it was at 7 o'clock. I still stand by the fact that game was at 3.30. We win that game. 100%. 100%. Well, you were even kind of calling for Kentucky possibly being a trap game. The only reason why I didn't think it was a trap, because, but you said it's at night. That's where we got to be careful. The only reason why I didn't think it was a trap game was because it was at home. Oh, and I even yeah. said. Yeah. If there was going to be a trap game, it would be South Carolina because it's a night game. Dude, SEC night games, it doesn't matter what the record is. It doesn't matter who is favored. It's up for grabs. Yeah. So, and, and when we get closer to the season, now, especially now that you're on, and if I bring T. Fiddy on more, we're going to start getting more into the bets and the parlays and stuff, which I did a little bit this year. But if it's a SEC night game, do not bet on it. I'm I'm put yeah. that in the notes because I'm gonna do like a full on separate video. So here's the thing though. So back to that whole that whole ESPN thing. I they haven't said that, that it's all gonna be night games. They can still do three thirty ABC games, but if I'm ESPN and I have Tennessee, Florida, and I, then the same day I've got Auburn and uh, well, I'm just throwing names out here. Let's say Auburn and LSU. And uh, I mean. What are you putting at seven o'clock at night? I'm just curious because I know what I'm putting at seven o'clock at night, and it ain't yeah. Auburn with you. So yeah, hey, and I think the fact that we're probably going to be one of the top teams in the SEC is really going to add to the fact that we're going to get the primetime games. Um, but hey, the good news is we played in some primetime games last year. I, did anybody play more primetime games than us last year? Because I don't think so. No, because the big orange is. Mean, Back, baby. We were in three game day games. Is that right? Three game day games or four? They were here twice, but they were at Georgia. Yeah, it was it was three. So, like, clearly that you know we talk about the disrespect that Tennessee gets all the time, right? But hey, they know what's going on. Like I said, dude, SEC night games, it's all on the table like i i don't know that I, if i did bet i would probably bet on the underdog just to be honest with you but the other thing too is i mean dude i i it's it's not even in my notes i know we talked about it like just texting because me and casper are actually friends in real life i mean i don't know if you guys picked up on that or not yeah, I mean, we talk constantly acquaintances. no we're friends we're besties um but what you guys see is only a small clip of our conversations, but like we've talked about, I don't know if y'all seen this or not, but baby Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC in 2024 is official as per ESPN. I mean, dude, the SEC is about to just be freaking lit, son. I mean, like, I, I can't wait, dude. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for my Xbox to get in. I can't wait for the newest game to come out of. By the way, we got any gamers on here? NCAA football. Well, I about said 14, but I guess it would technically be like. Revamped. NCAA football. Revamped. I'm going to take the balls all the way, baby, to the promised land. It's going to be fantastic. I really hope you stream the South Carolina game on here because I'd really like to see that. And if we win, we're and, damn, and we're the whole game, and we just—we'll send that to ESPN and ask if they Dude, can hear that one NCAA Saturday night. Fourteen the other day, and Hooker got hurt like second game. I was like, my God, this really is realistic. I guess I don't know. 
Did you see the, by the way, have you watched, I've watched the full clip. Have you watched him on Pat McAfee hooker? Yeah. The clip from the other day. You you told me about it, dude. I've been watching. So, you know, the thing is here, you've got me really stirred up on podcasts lately Mm -hmm. and my podcast list, you know, that I listen to throughout the day, it's, it's behind. I'm behind on it. And so I have not, like, I've been trying to catch back up. So, no, I have not. I'm sorry. Balls for Life 228 says, Pack the Swamp is happening. He, uh, and then Hated Vols fan says, I was front row at game day against Bama. I probably have you That's recorded awesome, on my DVR. Yeah. So I wanted well. to go so bad, but I was also like, okay. If I sit at home and watch it, and then I think I ended up streaming throughout the day because this was like the first time versus Florida was kind of the birth of the streaming. And then I think by the time Bama hit, I was like, you know, whatever. What I can tell you all about the Bama game is that Big Drew was dedicated, stayed at home to stream with y'all instead of coming to hang out with the boys. So. Um, this is true because literally y'all was trying to get me to come out i was like no i can't i gotta stream and you're like what hey we got a quick bama story too okay guys so all right me me and big drewski here we don't have season tickets or nothing unfortunately because you know we're just some working joes but um i got a phone call i think it's on friday morning about 9 a.m yeah we i've never never told this story this is straight up behind the scenes if this gets back to the person I'm talking about, I'm not sorry. I just want you to know this. You don't know because I know he You're doesn't know. Me. I've never You're said anything to me. him about it. But um, so my wife calls me and uh, she was like, hey, my uncle said he's got his two tickets. He's had them posted on StubHub all week and they're so high. Nobody's buying them. And he was like, I'll, for the this for the Alabama game. Right. And he they're you know, they're not great seats but i actually enjoyed them I, we went for the akron game the archon game <laughs> archon game that is me. a whole um, another well there's vibe. that but just for the record guys I, this is a shout out to um mrs casper the ghost um she went to the archon state game like eight Prager. months and four weeks pregnant and walked to the top we sat in the yy section for those of you ready who to Pops. Right there next to that new video board. But anyway, so I'm proud of her. We had a great time. <laughs> I kind of count that as my son's first first balls game, to be honest. But um, well, hey, that's anyway. like making it. Josh counts uh, Garth Brooks at Neyland as his first concert because his son was uh, in his wife's belly at the time. Yeah, and that and you know that a lot of people could hear it, but. So anyway, so my wife calls me from work. She works uh, at a hospital. And she called me and she's like, hey, my uncle has had trouble selling his tickets. It's Friday before the game. Like, This is a sport sore like, spot for me, by like, the way. He's like, do you want to go? He's got two tickets. And I was like, yeah. I was like, how much is he selling tickets for? And she's like, well, he had them posted for, you know, whatever it was. And she's like, well, he said he, you know, give them to you for – like a, it was of a decent. What was it like three hundred a seat or something like that? Oh, it was I like think I think it was like four hundred plus a seat because that was enough for me to be like, no, 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 no. He's. I think he. I, I think he said he was going to give them to us for like three hundred a seat. Well, yeah, but he was trying. They were trying to. Yeah, get- yeah. What he had him on StubHub for was more than that. But what he was going to yeah. sell them to, to us was like three hundred seat, and you know he was still making money on that. And I, but I was fine with it. Like I was, I was willing to pay it. Right. 
So I called oh, I called Big Drewski here immediately. I was, I'm like, I was about to like, hit a hang back up. To... Hey, hey, buddy, hey, buddy. Uh, so, um, real quick, um, uh, you want to go to the game tomorrow? He's like, the hell? I mean, yeah. He's like, how much? And I was like, he's like, oh. <laughs> I was about, I was gonna clean out Doge, Shib Coin, yeah, good as a whole. Like, Klarna, like the stock market. What me. kind of bet can we hit tonight? But. <clears throat> Can I sell plasma? <laughs> I, before I had called Drew, I had already told him, like, yeah, I'll take the tickets. I'll find somebody to go with. Like, I, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Right. And uh, so he said, okay, or whatever. He couldn't get the tickets off StubHub, is the story I was told. So me and me and Drew didn't get to go. And um, I was I really looking forward to belly orange. And so you got to understand that, like, I don't I know that you I'm sitting down and Drew's sitting down, but me and Drew we're both big guys, okay? Like I'm six foot seven, all right. Drew I'm, I'm probably six like foot seven three fifty, okay? Like I'm, I'm a big old like boy. Six foot close to three fifty. I mean I'm big, like, just a different kind of big. You know, it's it's just wild. But anyway, so like we would have made it on TV because we I mean, like I was if I went, I was tearing the goalpost down, period. But <laughs> Like, her, like I, you would have stuck out like a sore. Like thumb. you know me because you know how intoxicated I would have been at that point. Like I, <laughs> I probably would have gone to jail. But anyways, so me and Drew didn't get to go. Drew stayed home and uh, kind of grew this stream thing, which I thought was awesome. When I, you know, learned about it later. Yeah, because at I the went, time that was probably one of the first big temp pole nights. Right. But I, that was the night where. Like I, I scared my entire family because my wife and my daughter have never seen me yell or scream at the TV like that. And at that point, like my wife, it, it like it put a weird dynamic between us because she's like, "My God, you need to calm down." I was about like, "Baby, listen, no. like, we've been no. married. We've been married for like six years, but I've been a Vols fan for like." 28 years <laughs> so yeah. like it put a weird dynamic between us but yeah that was that was actually a fun night it ended up being pretty fun but, anyways. but the key to this story is drew did skip hanging out with the boys and smoking his stogie yeah because you had one lot ready for me I, dude i if you don't I, hold on i've got it right here like it's still <laughs> it's, it's literally in this drawer like right here but anyways um so, yeah, because y'all were like, like come on out and party. And I'm like, I can't. I'm streaming. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, so here's the deal, though, guys. So I went and hung out with T. Fitty, who's made a guest appearance on here, and one of his buddies and a couple other guys at somebody's house to watch the game. Went over there. It's cool. For those of you that are in Knoxville, you're going to understand what I say. So the game ends. I'm like, all right, I got to go, guys. I got a wife and a baby at home. Like, I got to go home. Right. So I left. You know, had them, smoked them, left kind of thing, right? And because <laughs> I'm coming across Alcoa Highway, like getting pretty close to the bridge across downtown, and I see like state troopers out the wazoo and an ambulance and buses. And I'm like, oh, that's Bama. <laughs> I just, this, is, this is one of my most proud moments of I never even heard this story. in Knoxville. Okay. I'm coming across the bridge. I'm talking to my dad on the phone because my dad, he was like, Tennessee is not going to beat Alabama. It's never going to happen. You know that's never going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, and I'm talking to him on the phone when I'm driving home. It's like, 
I think that's the bus. I think that's the team. And then I watched like the whole line of 20 cars that I was in. Every single one of them rolled down their windows and went just like this. As the bus rolled by, the whole way, middle finger, I was like, get your ass back to the airport and get the hell out of here and never come back. And um, I'm pretty sure I heard Nick Saban yelling. Uh, that's the story, and I'm sticking with it. I've never even heard this sticking story. With it. And then, like, so I'm listening to the radio, and they're talking about, well, the goalposts are going down um, Cumberland, like, towards, like, for those of you from Knoxville, you'll know, Alcoa Highway. And I'm like, uh... What? Where's it going? I hope it's going to the river because uh, please don't bring it over here because I'm trying to I'm trying to go home. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so it it was an awesome night and uh, but yeah, we were gonna go, didn't get to go. It's a shame, but uh, that is kind of what got us here, Big Drewski, is it not? I mean, I mean, yeah, a little bit. Like, I mean, that was a good night, dude, for sure. Like, I mean, I still remember. I think I posted like probably four videos and then I ended up going live until like four in the morning because yeah. people were just like, Oh my God, we beat yeah. Bama. Cause that's when guys like hated ball fan were getting home was 3 a.m. So he had to get home and then get sober. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, he said he was a part of tearing down the goalpost. I mean, that's I'm a proud of you, I am proud of you and I wish I was there. I'm sorry. I was not. We tried, dude. I mean, because literally, like, we started game playing and, and, like, we hit it from T. Fitty and everybody. Like, we were straight up just like, okay, like, because I was literally like, okay, I can sell my computer. <laughs> like, maybe I could sell the nugget. And, like, you know, like, I was I was running through all types of different scenarios. Like, <laughs> well, no, no, no. You can't ever sell the nugget. If you ever try to sell the nugget, if, do not sell it without calling me first, please. I, I mean, dude, that's somewhere. like a running joke. So, y'all, I've got like a <laughs> that I ran for about three years without putting a drop of oil in. <laughs> um, at one point, I straight up like accidentally put, uh, was it transmission? Yes. It was transmission fluid in the oil. Valvoline only makes oil. Right. Because like <laughs> I only get Valvoline high mileage oil. But for some reason, I got Valvoline high mileage trans- transmission fluid. And I like glanced at the labels, like high mileage. Okay, cool. That's got to be it. <laughs> and like just dumped it in the car. Yeah. But yeah, this, my, I call it the nugget, but it's a that has been 500,000 miles on it. Hell chug a lug a lug a lug in. I think it's like 300,000 miles. No, like, it's got 557,000 miles. Don't you like, these people? The boys are like, my God, how's that thing still running? And I'm like, I'm afraid to put oil in it or give it any kind of maintenance because I'm afraid it's going to break down. <laughs> like, But yeah, no, I would never sell that thing. Yeah. I mean, hey, they're planning for game day over here. Hey, we hit us back up week before <laughs> and we'll like, I can't plan that far ahead. Trust me. But um, I like I do one hundred percent kind of plan on going to game day for Georgia. I hadn't really talked to her about that yet. It's weird I don't, because I don't have a lot like, of things I'm work, always but. I'm always torn because like I want to go and get drunk and embarrass myself, but at the same time, those are actually phenomenal streaming days for me. So I'm like, oh. but I think the the eventual plan though that like me and you talked about was like 
streaming and just posting up somewhere to stream and just being like, woo, and just like telling everybody like, let's get drunk and just ball stuff, you know? Like, I think it's perfect. Um, the problem that we'll run into will be the like bandwidth, but I got some connections. Oh, really? Mm. I've actually got multiples, so um, that could work. But we'll we'll figure it out. But you know we gotta have X. Like, listen, you guys that's on here, you gotta share this thing because we need this thing bumping. Okay, dude, I'm telling you, I just I want nothing but like the most hardcore balls fans surrounded by me, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. because it's it's rough, man. But like we get through it together, you know. But like anybody on here right now is a hardcore balls fan. If you because if you weren't, you wouldn't be listening to us talk. So. Probably. Thank y'all for who is here. We appreciate Hated that. Balls fan is hanging around. Billy the Goat just joined. Billy uh, the Goat. Billy the Goat. Billy Goat. Yeah, Hated Balls fan said, one of the best nights of my life. I got to hear. By the way, Hated Balls fan, if you're not already listening to the podcast, it's called The Little Tangerine Show. But all these shout outs that we're giving you are going to be in the podcast. So it's kind of cool. You're like Where forever. Tell them. You're forever immortalized in the podcast. And honestly, we hope you're here every single Saturday. Because I, you, I, can I say this real quick? Because I've I've only been on here. This is my third time. Your comments really? have like been, been way more than that. comments have been right here, one hundred percent, dude. Like, uh, other than that whole thing about firing Rick Barnes, that was a little bit ignorant. But yeah, we'll, hey, we'll let know, that slide. We'll let it slide because we love you. We yeah. love you, and that's yes. all that matters. Yes. Listen, we are planning this right now. We're going to meet up for the Georgia game. We're going to go to game day. We will plan up, paint up whatever you want to do. <laughs> Big um, Drewski in the I, tangerine. Actually, like, I had this thought at some point. We were talking about going to the game. Like, dude, what if we just, like, take my truck and just go to, like, Walmart and buy a pallet of, like, cuties and just start throwing them at people? <laughs> just like, we just put them. stickers on them. For the show, like, Ooh, I, like I mean, but anyways, um, and then I mean, hey, listen, if we ever go anywhere, comes to town, or... we could throw cuties at him instead of mustard bottles. Oh, yeah, we'll throw cuties <laughs> at him. We can have it like <laughs> throw cuties at them at their piggly. I'm talking about the tangerines, you, <laughs> <laughs> you biggest dog. I'm all by God. I mean, <laughs> realistically, <laughs> if we ever go to a game, though, like, or like game day or anything, we're going to stick out like a sore thumb, dude, because like yeah, you're six, seven. And I'm, I look more up in the checkerboard on overalls. Just for I'm round and robust. Like we're going to look like the number 10 walking around and like, there's just going to be no denying it. <laughs> that could be our thing. If we can get a good enough parking spot, we can hand out a uh, little, little tangerines that we can throw at the refs when we suck. Dear University of Tennessee, we would never do this anywhere near your premises. But anyways, I was gonna say I don't know. About <laughs> that heat. Let's let's tone it down a little bit. <laughs> let's, let's tone it down a little bit. <laughs> uh, you need to build up your your TikTok though, so you can go live. I mean, you're going live no. with me, but it's in a round. TikTok. I don't care what. Listen, the you know what my show's about. My show's about dirt racing. They don't believe in TikTok because they all voted for Trump, and Trump said that TikTok's from China and it's from hell. So, <laughs> pretty much. By the way, yeah. going back to the show notes, this is random. We okay. talked about it, but I just want to get a hard stance from you. Okay, are you going to try 
the Chick-fil-A cauliflower sandwich. <laughs> Absolutely not. You, you're not even at least like just, but okay, so here's the thing. Okay, hear me out. Plant-based things suck, <laughs> but it's Chick-fil-A. That's, that's, well, G, that's Jesus chicken we're talking so about. Here, this is the props I will give Chick-fil-A. At least it's not plant-based. It's actually a plant. I, I, I have more respect for that than I have for an Impossible Whopper, which I know your ass would eat if they gave it to you for free. So I probably would. I mean, <sighs> I tried it like, so I like black bean burgers and stuff. No, but they're like trash. they're not as good as regular burgers, but I'm just saying, if you're trying to be healthy, a black bean burger with barbecue sauce literally just tastes like a chili burger. Um, no, it doesn't. you're lying. They've got me at least, at least a little bit curious. Listen, dude, let me, for all you people that's listening. Okay. <laughs> you're laughing already. You're going to have to take this hard stance segment, put it into your Let pocket. me take a hard stance. By the way, if y'all like racing, check his podcast out. If it's you're called... a vegetarian or a vegan, this is probably time for you to just turn this shit off, okay? Listen, <laughs> if you're going to go to Chick-fil-A and get a fried piece of cauliflower on a effing sandwich, <laughs> what are you doing with your life? Like, if you want to be healthy, don't get it fried, for one. <laughs> for two, like, just get the chicken. It's not bad, bad for you, okay? Like... God bless. So you're saying you're not going to try it. Listen, why is call? What What about call? You know what? All right. This is, this, is, this is my true conspiracy theory. It's all connected. Okay. Listen, here's the thing about cauliflower. So for those the of you that don't know. The famous Subway sandwich says, bro, I hope y'all beat us. Let me tell you right now. I don't know so if listen. he's talking about Chick-fil-A or Subway or what. I'm thoroughly enthralled. Right now. Okay. Listen to this. Yeah. Hey, I... I'm a farmer, by okay. I'm not really, but I could be. I technically I have the papers that say I can be. You were born a farmer, but then you moved to the city. I was born a farmer, and then I married this woman that's not into that. Okay, that's what happened. She makes a lot of money. So, anyways, but here's the deal. She makes a lot of money. <laughs> here's the deal. Y'all all think you're healthy. It's not that healthy. But here's the deal about cauliflower. They got cauliflower pizza crust. They got cauliflower rice. They got apparently Dude, cauliflower, the cauliflower pizza crust. Is, the cauliflower pizza crust is actually decent. Like it's I not full I had gas, but it's right decent. Now. I would turn you off if I was going to crap. Listen to me. This is the problem. Cauliflower is the worst vegetable you can eat. And they were like, "Hey, I got an idea. This tastes like ass. So let's make it into a pizza crust. Let's make it into a chicken sandwich." Well, so I think that's part of the thing, though. It has no taste, so listen, it's kind of flexible. Listen, I, with my job, I get to visit Chick Fil A once a week, and I'm gonna ask them about how they're gonna make this thing. I am. So as I was standing in the Chick Fil A line, uh, was it Friday? I think it's Friday for 45 minutes or something ignorant because they can't get it. It's whatever. Anyways, we were reading this article and um, Chick-fil-A is going to try a fried cauliflower slash chicken sandwich. For those of you that like nastiness. And um, he's full on ripped up. For some reason, we've decided that that's what we're going to try to use as the healthy alternative. And that's because guess what? The cauliflower farmers aren't selling anything because it's nasty. 
Listen, the only thing cauliflower is used for before they made it into rice and pizza dough is it effing sits on the vegetable bar at Red Ruby Tuesdays and Daggum sits. There. It's probably the same one for 10 years. The ones that still sitting there probably in there for 10 years. Like, it's probably safe, honestly, because it's just nasty. But for some reason, we're going to slice it and then call it a sandwich because we deep fried it in chicken grease. No. No. Go to California and hopefully the damn thing gets nuked and falls off into the ocean. The funniest part about this whole hard stance segment that you've you've now just went off the rails on is you said more words in the last four minutes than you probably have the last three episodes combined. Right, could you shut up and let me talk about it? <laughs> I have been told I don't let you talk. Yeah. That's my buddy. <laughs> yeah. Ripped to my homie. <laughs> he got buried away in the uh, the deep files of, of the blocked. Cauliflower <laughs> is worse than terrible. It's literally the worst thing you can grow in the ground. Honestly, it's a waste of the nutrients out of the ground to grow this When I was younger, I used to go to Shoney's, which you now enjoy and have discovered. Banging, for those of y'all that don't know. Yeah, Casper just tried uh, Shoney's for the first time. Yeah, like, thank you, thank you, T Fitty. Yeah, that was like the first time of your life, like the last week. But uh, when I was younger, they used to have cauliflower on the uh, breakfast bar, and I used to eat just cauliflower with ketchup. <laughs> True story. Okay. <laughs> Who harmed you as a child to make <laughs> you eat cauliflower with ketchup? We grew up. I, grew up. Grand, I mean, okay, like this is this is a legitimate discussion. Okay, when you went to all the church parties, because you grew up in the South like I did, when you went to church parties and they had the vegetable tray, the vegetable tray had, this is the vegetable, celery, broccoli, carrots, cauliflower. That was the four in the sections with the ranch in the middle. Did anybody touch the cauliflower? No, never. It was always all left, even when the church thing was over, even when they didn't order enough food. I did, but I just dipped it in ketchup, <laughs> which I'm telling you, if I would have had Whataburger spicy ketchup, I would have went a lot further with that dish in life than I did. But yeah, I'll tell you right now what it is. It's well, never mind. I can't say that. We don't identify any churches on the show. Never mind. Move on. Done. Josh the Mickinick says, I'm going to try it. The famous Subway sandwich says, Chick fil A is chicken, nothing else. By the way, their chicken noodle soup is banging if you guys have ever tried it. No, Subway is still the go. You're going to have enough time at your new job to just sit around and try whatever the hell you want. Congratulations. I wish we all had your life. So, my thing with cauliflower is it has no flavor, but if you treat it like potatoes, that's the best way to do it. Just treat it like potatoes. Like, so my wife's vodka? done like, do what? We could make vodka out of it. I mean, I've, I've never like tried that, that, but like, so like something. my wife, when she makes cauliflower, she'll do like a steamed, like baked cauliflower, but she'll throw like a little bit of cheese, a little bit of seasoning and stuff on top of it. And it's basically kind of like a loaded potato, not really like a casserole, but she'll do like a little bit of cheese. And makes make nasty food taste good. And I believe that she can because she seems awesome. Josh says, <laughs> "Oh wait, hated Vol fan got back in on it. Nobody touched the cauliflower, and I'm gonna try. Oh, I ate all the cauliflower out, broccoli, and yeah. See, Josh the Mechanics on the healthy life now. He might be on some cauliflower. Josh the Mechanics about to gain a hundred pounds in a year. Love you, buddy. 
No, he's about to Hard be. To he's he's going to be making so much money he can afford dehydrated fruits and vegetables. Listen, as somebody that's been on the road getting it paid for, it he's going to be ordering like he's going to go to Domino's from the hotel room. He's going to click the button that says like five dollars, whatever you want. And he's going to get a pizza, a sandwich. Yeah, but about, Josh the Mickinick's about to be on oh, the road, but he's about to be making like white girl like instagram influencer money though so like he can afford go with his cadillac <laughs> broccoli and ranch is way better than anything with cauliflower Ooh, i do like a good steamed broccoli with some cheese i'll tell you what if y'all eat cauliflower i'm leaving this show and never coming back <laughs> No, you actually finally started talking. Broccoli and ranch is way better. I went, no, I don't even have to pay for lunch and dinner now. Ooh, he's got a good point. I used to eat steamed broccoli with ranch and hot dogs when I was younger. Nope, I ate steak for the last two weeks. Yeah, see, he's on a different level now, son. <laughs> like, if he made ramen noodles, he'd make it with Fiji water. That's the level we're at right now. <laughs> and truff sauce instead of sriracha. Hated balls being in his back. Don't talk about the caddy. <laughs> Listen, the nugget has got the caddy whooped. We already talked about the nugget on this episode before your lazy ass got on here. And the caddy Dude, I'm telling you right now, nugget. The, the nugget it has defied all odds. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. I wanted to let you know. I was looking at my numbers today on Anchor, which is where you can find the little tangerine show, for those of you who don't know. Look up on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, if you have Google set up. Stitcher, Pandora, look at look for this podcast anywhere you can find it. But listen, here's the thing, man. I just want to let you know that I was looking at my analytics, and you keep saying Dirt Racing only has 14 fans. <laughs> Turns out I have 16 in my audience, so Ooh. we've gained three. Just want to let you know. Um, so now that I got you worked up about cauliflower. What's Apparently, that? the internet thinks that Dion is just going to tank this year. So, I have pulled up for your viewing pleasure oh, God. the comment section of this post. Predict Colorado's record next season at TCU versus Nebraska versus Colorado State at Oregon versus Southern California at Arizona versus Stanford, UCLA. Uh, Oregon State, Arizona, Washington State, Utah. So we're, we're just going to read some. Game. I'm sorry, it's kind of small on my screen. I can't quite tell. Uh, uh, let me see if I can. I might be able to make it. Nebraska? Nebraska. It's Nebraska. I can see it now. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm full screen. Randy so, Fink, undefeated, one and five. Uh, I just see three, maybe four, get lucky, but in the SEC, 0 and 11. So that's completely irrelevant comment. One to two games they should win. The rest are going to be tough. Uh, six losses for sure. <laughs> I mean, like, dude. Let's start, let's start, Big Drew. Let's see hear your prediction. TCU. TCU, I'm going to say that they're going to come out and smack them in the mouth and actually win that one. I 100% agree. I'm betting it. 100%. 1,000%. Yeah, I'm with you. It, it was big enough. It was big enough. You're good. Uh, no, nah, I just accidentally, I've been drinking a little bit, so I clicked the wrong button. Why would My computer's slow. Oh, we're on your Facebook. Yeah. Let's open your messages, see if you got anything good. That's probably not a good idea. Um, oh, there's JJJ. Oh, yeah. Josiah Jordan James. 
but uh, I've got the, there we go. Nebraska, that's at home. I'm going to say loss. Colorado State going to be win. Probably going to lose at Oregon. So at that point, they would be one and wait, 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 wait. No, they would be two and two. Hold on. Nebraska, did you see how trash they were this year? I did, but I think Nebraska is probably going to get a dub. However, I think going to come out and play really hard against South Carolina, uh, Southern California. I could actually see them still in that game at home. So at that point, that would be three and two. I could see them beating Arizona, so that'd be four and two. I think maybe they lose to Stanford, so that would be four and three. Probably going to lose to UCLA, four and four. I think they'll come back, probably beat Oregon State, so that'd be five and four. I'm going to skip Arizona for now. I think that they may be able to beat Washington State, so that would be what? Five no, four? they're not winning out Washington State. Sorry. Ah. Uh, when you're done, I'll, I'll go and you can go ahead and mark it down. I think without Mike Leach, though, they might be able to steal that one. But I don't know that they'll beat Utah. Mm. But Arizona, I think they they might go. I'm going to say one way or another, probably at least seven to five. That's kind of my unofficial prediction. I'm going to go bold here. You ready? Because this is, there's all, everybody listening, pay attention right here. I'm going bold. Nine and three. Ooh. So, I mean, who's the three losses going to be? At Oregon. Uh, at, uh, against uh, USC and then at Utah. So, you also think they're going to be Washington State? After just giving me crap, is that what you're telling yeah. me? <laughs> no. So here's the thing. That USC <laughs> and that Washington State, that right there, it one of those is what they're going to lose. They're going to lose Oregon, Utah, and then one of those two. And they shouldn't win either of those two, but they'll win one of them. They shouldn't, but they will. They really probably shouldn't beat TCU, but I 100% think that they are going to beat TCU. I think they will without Max Duggan because we got to remember this coaching staff's only been there. By the way, Josh, I hate you for getting to see some snow. You know, we live in this damn area up here in East Tennessee in the valley (laughs) and get snow every everywhere around here has snow. But we Josh says I'll send my address for some beef jerky. Yeah, he really are bastard. Don't don't send him any. Yeah, you're going to be making so much money. You're such a bastard. You don't need these people to be sitting you. He's got deer in his backyard just on to shoot one. No kidding. He's about to have like yeah, three Airbnbs. Like I was going to say, he's about to have like three Airbnbs making all kinds of money. You know you know my situation. By the way, uh, we do also have a Confusionist on, on here as well. Hey, cough. He said elbow cough. The latest, greatest ADT security expert on the goat. Uh, what I was gonna say is, uh, what I was gonna say is like, I mean, if you have like three or four thousand dollars, that Colorado over, I mean, you know, our addict front buddy, <laughs> P City. I mean, if I, you have three or four thousand laying around, like, I mean, it's four and a half, four and a half. That's Prime pretty low. Not, Prime is not going under 500. He's That's not. pretty low. 
Confusion says, my two favorite sexy, clean-shaven, and bearded drugs. I have been drinking a little bit. I, Don't worry about it. Well, we him. say a quarter, a quarter of this store-bought moonshine. Josh has got the good stuff. By the way, did you know. uh, did Rogers get out of his uh, retreat yet, or is he still locked in a hole in the ground? In yeah, when's that supposed to happen? He's Smoking supposed to like, go into hiding for four days or whatever. I don't know if y'all have heard about that, but he's going to be in like an isolation chamber for four days. Did you see where I looked that website up for that place? No. Like, I was, you know. <laughs> Confusionist says, Patty Mahomes is the go, and the Super Bowl is already won. <laughs> Confusionist, go back and play some FNX boxing. <laughs> so you don't know anything we're talking about here. You know, you don't even watch sports. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> you go get him worked up. I'm not He's going to go on another rant. Well, I need to get off here. We had to listen to, we had to listen to why, uh, what was it? Uh, cauliflower sucks. <laughs> yeah. You think Confusionist will be first in line at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru to get one of those cauliflower chicken sandwiches? No. I mean, I'll probably try and like do a video for the gram. I mean, you know. Honestly, I mean, if you do it for the gram, as long as you say it's trash, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, here's the thing. I'm not going to put, I'm not going to not give Chick-fil-A the benefit of the doubt. Like it's Jesus chicken. Like if I go to Chick-fil-A. It's and, Jesus cauliflower though. It's Jesus chicken. If I go to Chick-fil-A, cauliflower. if I go to Chick-fil-A and they screw my order up, I just eat it because I'm like, this is what God intended. <laughs> like <laughs> I just let it happen. Like, okay. I tell you right now, God did not intend for me to wait 30 minutes to get a spicy chicken biscuit. Friday. The day that, that they right finally now. mix your order up and give you cauliflower on accident, is going to be the day you explode. Nobody cares if it's good. It's trash. It's a terrible I mean, idea. Listen, it's, this is America. We eat meat. Quit <laughs> with the freaking vegetables and the fake meat. I, I told you I give him props for it not being like plant-based. It's actually a plant. But come so on So would you consider getting the cauliflower sandwich as a side? No. It's a vegetable, though. If I get a reward whenever they put this thing out on my phone and my Chick-fil-A One app, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go in there, I'm going to order the sandwich, and I'm going to throw it in the trash can and walk out the door. <laughs> so I'm gonna do. I don't know in the bigger scheme of things. I mean, they're still, they've already made their money, so, but, you know. <laughs> I don't make their money if it's free and I throw it away. <laughs> if it makes you feel better. <laughs> I'll lose money on gas driving there because, you know, but. <sighs> things we've learned today you got a lot of editing to do buddy lebron is the goat um cauliflower chicken sandwich is off your list <laughs> i'm just the goat. i'm just poking yeah. the bear at this point <laughs> yeah, you, got, you got anything else on that show notes you want to throw at me uh oh confucius would probably get you a sammy and just okay. shove that can't help it if confusionists like to take pictures of my butt. That's, <laughs> you know, he likes to do that. Take that home with him and study it later. That's his I'm, own problem. I'm not going to bring it up. With. I'm not going to bring it up. If you want to bring it up, you can. But, you know, in your household, I mean, chairs, O for one. I will F y'all up. <laughs>
I'm, I think Josh is literally a foot and a half away from me right now. <laughs> the the remnants. Josh knows that story. Josh the Mickey knows that story. Okay. Uh, it's not funny. Uh, Papal, and also uh, uh, other Josh. If you're listening to this, just ask old you know Casper about the cherry incident. <sighs> OMG, you wouldn't no balls. Um, confusionist about stirrups and trouble. It sounds like I'm just gonna take the chat off for a second. <laughs> he's always got to press some buttons like he thinks he's funny. He's, he's the master stirrer. He's like dang, daggum uh, stale cracker stirring up some gumbo. By God, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I guess whenever you... Josh says, "Why do say it?" Though Casper. I do know, and I laugh my ass off. He knows. He knows. <laughs> you need to. You probably need to save that story for your own podcast, though. That way, you can. I'm get not from, telling that story on my podcast. I, you know, it might get you to thing. 20 listeners, though. Other than that, so back to the basketball thing. I know where everybody on the show is heartbroken if they watch the game, but like, okay, what is the expectation for the rest of the year? Because I'm at the point, I told you this when we lost that first game to Kentucky, and then we looked kind of eh, eh, like we are on a bad, bad turn. And I'm, I'm, um, I'm concerned. Are you, are you concerned or do you think we have a chance to make run the tournament? I think, I think we could have a chance to make the Sweet 16. Like, They've got to the point where they're they haven't won them, but they're getting some practice grinding out some games. I think the problem that I've seen this, with the last two games that the balls have played is it's not that they can't win them; it's that in those situations they don't just bury the other team. In the last two games. Phillips, if he dunks it instead of pulls the ball back out, we probably win the Vandy game. This game here, I feel like we pulled back a little bit, but I think that we could probably at least make the Sweet 16. I don't know about the Elite 8, but I think probably the Sweet 16. So Phillips and Josiah George James, those are injuries at this point that we're going to have to watch here over the next week. Did Phillips get injured? Yes. Yes. That's why he didn't play. It's only, he only played like 12 minutes. Okay. I didn't know that. I think it was Phillips. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. Like I said, I, I didn't watch the first half, James but I, in the did. second half, I'm pretty sure they said that because he was questionable the whole second half and then he never played. They said James was out and then Phillips sat on the bench where, but he was dressed. So, um, Jalen is not goaded. Don't be dumb. Don't <laughs> to that level. Don't do just, that. I was just res- responding to. Uh, no, don't Confucius. say his name. He doesn't Anyways, so there was that. Um, lastly, for my own personal selfish reasons, as um everybody knows, I think you said it. I'm not trying to pub myself, but I'm going to a little bit. I am a host of a racing podcast, and um. That has made you, after 16 years, decide that you're all of a sudden going to care about NASCAR again. And you went one for one at the Clash and won some money. So, don't don't know. If you pick a winner in a NASCAR race, you're automatically making money. Like, it's 
because the, it, there's one out of 40, like it's pretty good if you pick the winner. So uh, just listen to what Big Drewski says every week. That's who you should bet on. So he's one for one. <laughs> he's one for one. Marty since, Truex Jr., baby. Sports betting is legal in the state of Tennessee. So just going to let y'all know that. Um, <laughs> I'm like a is, Phoenix Basically, baby. he's all-time 100%. If I was you, I probably would never bat again. I would probably never come bat again. I just, I mean, I wouldn't. But anyways. Josh says NASCAR's not a sport. He said they just drive in circles. I just put that part in there. but I'm not. Uh, anyways, so my question, have you picked the Daytona 500 winner yet? Not yet. Um, so next I'm Saturday at, night, are you going to have one for me? I think so. I'm going to have to do a little yeah, the bit. The race is on Sunday. You're going to have one Saturday night? Yeah, I'll have one Saturday night. Okay. If you don't, I'll be very disappointed. Very. Do I get to do what I did this past time and pick two outright winners that I feel confident about? No, you have then... to, I mean, so you can bet on that as much as you want. But you honestly, the only one that you told us in the call that was going to win was Marty. And he, he did. So Marty Truex. I. My I already I made my Daytona 500 pick a while ago, but it has not been announced yet. It has okay. not been announced, so um, my pick is I'm, still 100% unscathed. Yeah. Um, I I just I was curious because I'm really trying to make some money. Josh said, "Look, I made a left turn." <sighs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, I thought I liked that guy. But he does a couple things that I'm not okay with. Um, See, we'll first to... of all, he doesn't like NASCAR or dirt racing. <laughs> Second of all, when he smokes barbecue, he puts the butts in a pan. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> first off, I've never heard any complaints, though. <clears throat> uh, by the way, remember that that I made on Wednesday night for Thursday yes. for a take to work? Mm-hmm. Um, and not much of it came home. So. That's a, I mean, I did pretty good. So you're saying I'm, the people that she works with doesn't know, doesn't have any You remember when I, I sent they you can't. that message and I was like, boys, I just caught this son on fire. <laughs> you remember that? I mean, I and seen I the like, picture and I, I was, was like, like if I somehow pulled this out, then I have more talent than I thought I had. I got more talent than I thought I had. That's all Dude, I'm saying. Josh the Mechanic is calling you out for a cook off. Listen. I mean, are we are we going to Rocky Top or are we going to? Well, I don't want to say. Where's Rocky Top? I'm still waiting for you to tell me. Um, Rocky Top's up there, you know, off 75. That's what. Oh, that's, that's what, Lake City. You that's stupid. what the sign. what the sign says. <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, so I I could be down for a cook off, but here's the plan. On Me and a confusionist. The judges have to be legitimate, and um, I, there has to be more than one that has to be legitimate. Confusionist and T Fitty are not acceptable as far as judges. <laughs> confusionist, go. his the pinnacle of his chicken tasting starts and stops at KFC. Yeah, KFC is the best chicken I ever had. Is it? Yeah, because what was it? We were talking about Gus's, and he goes, "Is it as good as KFC?" Uh, <laughs> I'm gone. From now on, instead of saying "going full R word," we're gonna say "going full confusionist." That's. Uh, 
Confusionist should change his name to Anarchist. <laughs> T Fitty will shun anything he didn't cook. And then, actually, whenever he lets me fry a turkey breast for him, he's going to talk about how much better it is than the Dude, one that I cooked okay, for 12 so... hours, even though all he did was slice the thing. <laughs> That was the funniest thing. So full disclosure, since he's not on here, uh, we have a friend's giving and he's like, Oh, I'll deep fry a turkey. Well then yeah. he he bring and he's like, I'm gonna bring a turkey breast, and we're like, What? He brings the turkey, shows up to the friends giving and then proceeds to stand back sipping on a Dixie cup while Casper here cooks it for him and then posted it on Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. hated ball fan. Just for the record, I do have a smoker. I have a Pit Boss 850 Pro Series currently, as well as an Oklahoma Joe Highland. I did have a Weber Smoky Mountain 18 inch, as well as a Master Bill Electric smoker. Um, Casper's a bastard, though. He won't sell me the Oklahoma Joe. (laughs) I'm considering it. I need to add that to the I've got some money to burn right now but I need to add that to the uh, the fleet I don't have a fleet I've just got a Mr. Barbecue $20 grill sitting out there but um, so, yeah hey the ball fan just for the record we, me and Josh there um, do both have smokers he, he I think he's a great guy I just made fun of him because he was being a jack wagon about nascar but um josh the uh, mechanic is actually a very good buddy of ours that's why yeah, we're giving him so much crap. he's pretty cool i ain't gotta talk too much that's what joshua has as well and um i don't have money like y'all so <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh i bought josh an 850 because that's all i needed um, josh had, the mechanic says he's gonna buy me one. Ooh, i'll enter the race and just come in as a wild card and just smoke some shit <laughs> For no reason. We could, we could talk to our race car driver friend and see what kind of bullshit wants to bring the party. But anyways, <laughs> um I'm custom built smoker. That's awesome. I've been looking at those. There's this one group I'm following on Facebook. Okay, they got a trailer. Listen to this, Drew, because this is my wet dream. They got they got a trailer, has it has a gas grill, a charcoal grill, charcoal smoker, a pellet smoker, and a 36 inch griddle all on one trailer. Can you think about what cooking can cast with Casper could do at a racetrack with that? Can you imagine tracks and racks, baby? Yeah, tracks yeah, I mean, and racks. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I I'm all about the pellet thing, um, but I also understand that it is not the purest form of smoking. And if you can't use a stick burner, to me, like I've 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 been. What's that called whenever uh, you go on that journey to find yourself? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> sabbatical? That's you know, not sabbatical. It's, um, you know, the Mormon food or whatever. I can't think of what it is. But you go on that journey to find yourself. And here's the thing. I started with the electric smoker. I moved to charcoal. And I thought, man, I'm a hard ass. I can use a charcoal smoker. <laughs> I'll tell you all right now. I've used every smoker you can use. The easiest, best for the best taste is probably actually a charcoal <laughs> bullet style. Confused just said match light. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta use that match light, son. It lights so easy. Anyway, um, <laughs> I didn't know he could make me laugh still, but um, I thought he was dead to me, but. <laughs> Listen, the whole bullet smoker thing 
with charcoal. That is the easiest and best tasting combination. If you just do the minion method, if you need to Google that, go ahead. Um, the hardest you can do is a stick burner, like in Oklahoma Joe Highland. The easiest and like medium tasting is the pellet grill. That's just it is what it is. I love. I mean, I use mine all the time. It's the easiest, but it's it's also not the best tasting at the end of the day. So. Mm. That's my rant on smokers. I mean, I skipped electric pulled pork because if you can't make pretty good pulled pork, you probably shouldn't touch a grill. That's why I we skipped electric. To stay away from them. I skipped electric altogether and just went charcoal and never looked back. But I wouldn't mind getting me a smoker though, for sure. Yeah. And then I wouldn't mind getting me like a a power tea brander, like for my steaks or whatever, just so I could be like, oh what. <laughs> yeah, baby. Confucianist says I love the taste of match light on my meat. Confucianist is stuck between a rock and a hard place because he's either going to be eating tea fitty or you know. Guys, just for for the 19. record, Confucianist has never cooked anything for himself, but he has indeed had tea fitty grilling like a hundred steaks in the last two months because he doesn't know how to. Just mm. want to get that out there. Old tea fitty. Yeah. Hated Boston and Joshua smoke. No shit, really? Now Never also we got the barbecue biker is in here. We said oh. barbecue too many times. He's like, That's hey, awesome. Does TikTok know what we're talking about? I uh, dude, I'm telling you, I I, I must cool. have barbecue I'm, biker. What kind of smoker you got? They took my Tell algorithm. No, what kind you got? They, uh, they took up. my algorithms away, but I guess they're giving them to me. They're giving them back to me because you know I must have earned redemption. But yeah, we said barbecue too many times, so the barbecue biker joined. We kind of spiraled off the rails, and I kind of took part of your show for the smoking comments. I'm sorry. It's. I mean, it's totally fine. I'm letting the comment section take us where we need to go tonight. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. got confusionist over here. Making us giggle a little bit. We got Josh the Mechanic and Hated Ball fan over here. We got Transcendent Vision. We got Barbecue Biker in here. We're just it's it's turned into a barbecue whack off, and yeah, I'm 100 okay with wood, it. It does take time and it does take a lot of practice, but if you get it right, it does taste the best. Is everybody in agreement with that? No, you gotta use match light. Just I would like crawfish and shrimp, but I'm allergic to shellfish, so I can't do that. I'm sorry. You know, you really are a shellfish bastard, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> While we wait, we hydrate. Listen, uh, we're not here to knock off Stale Cracker. He's the greatest of all time. We're not trying to rip on that dude, guy. Stale Cracker is legit, son. If y'all ain't following him, just look him up. Yeah. Um, I've got a mullet wig sitting over here two feet to the the west. Um, but yeah. Oh wow. Okay, right like, here. Yeah. That's why by I don't the way, hated much, ball but... fan has got some meat. Still cracker. Hated ball fan has a life. Like who are He's you? He's lived ball a fan? Like you've done a lot already. of stuff. You were a front row at game day, you met Stale Cracker. Like, yeah, I mean, is that is that what you do with your life all the time? Just go and do cool shit? Because we have to work. We're I just mean, curious how you get away with that. Yeah, you and when, when you're married and have a kid, you don't get to do many cool things anymore. <clears throat> Hated but, ball fan said Stealth Cracker is very chill. Dylan Katz and my 23. Oh my god, you're so young, son. Good lord. <sighs> if I was 23 and still had my life ahead of me, I'd 
I don't know, ride a bull Dude, or something. Send me a message on my Twitter. Let me give you a list of things to do with your life and things not to do as well. I got one related to oh, a potential dog. I wasn't, I wasn't balding yet. No gray hairs. Gravity hadn't taken over quite as much. Those yeah. were the times, man. Is your Twitter cat? Ooh, hated balls fan. No, for Twitter, you probably should look me up at the Caution Flag Contemplations podcast. Would probably be your best move. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, he's got a. Well, I'm just a guest star guess. here. I'm not really into the branding. See, uh, Big Ladruski, he is a branding actually, expert. I'm just a clown. Actually, I have a link to your podcast on this episode. So when it eventually, when we eventually end this, uh, there'll be a link attached. So I hated golf, man. I have a question for you. Though. I hate to I hate to ask questions to Drew's listeners, but like, what is your? So you got a lot of cool stories. So what is your favorite? Like, what's your favorite thing that you've done? You met a lot of cool people. You done cool stuff, cool experiences. What's number one on your list? Is it is it game day? What is it? Did you get to arm wrestle the crocodile Dundee? Yes. Like laying on us, we're fully yeah. Like, I mean, you've done a lot of cool things that I didn't do, so I was just honestly mine would probably based off stuff he said so far would be like being front and center on game day. I was watching game day, so I may have seen him. Yeah, I was too. I was like like double fisted the mustard because that'd be pretty cool. I don't know if you've seen that bit, but they had. These two dudes just like, just like, I mean, rain dance on some mustard straight to the gullet. It's pretty awesome. Have dinner with Dennis Rodman. Holy who are you? Good Lord. I bet that was a very interesting dinner. (laughs) No veggies. Wild exotic meats. They probably ate like freaking, you know, That's like good. panda and just like the most exotic like, of meats. I, I'm pretty excited about this because, like, that is not what I expected this guy to say. That's awesome. I, I didn't know what it was going to be. <laughs> See, this but. is what is amazing about these lives. You really never know where we're going to be taken. And it's, you know, what do you drive? This is part where we're going to find out how much money this guy has. Uh, I'm going to uh, say he, he drives something that's just like, I'm going to say he drives like a, you know, Tesla, an old Jeep Comanche or something. That don't even make oh, dude, I've never told you. My granddad had one of those and was like, yeah, it had a boat gas tank in it, but it was awesome. I mean, you want to talk about a bitch and ride. Did you take your grandfather to like save some p- for the rest of us, like yeah, oh my God. on the front of it too. Oh damn! If he hopped out in a leather jacket with a dragon on it, yeah, I guarantee a screwdriver in the ignition. He had hose in different area codes, guaranteed. No, don't disrespect him like that. He might listen to this. He's retired now. I'm just saying. I mean, that's that's pretty next level. But. uh yeah, I think we've pretty much covered everything that we're going to cover. Um, again, make sure if you hadn't already, you click like, click subscribe. Check out bigdrewski.com. Um, make sure that you follow the podcast, Little Tangerine Show. It's pretty much everywhere that there are podcast episodes. 
in the spirit of wrapping up, Casper, do you have everything, anything else that you want to add? I'm trying to get better about cutting these off at midnight. Yeah. I used to go till three, but there's just not as much going yeah. on. I know you had fun. Uh, the The chats were popping tonight. Connor's been all over the place. He's been on Twitch. Looks oh, like yeah. he's back over on TikTok. Connor is one of my longtime supporters, and I'm glad to see him back on here. Yeah. I think you should run this thing as long as you want to go. Sorry, I have to go. Um, what what I wanted to say is, uh, first of all, Drew got told you guys where to listen to his stuff on the, the podcast. Um, first of all, when you go listen to the podcast, hit the five star button, please. <laughs> you don't have to leave a review; just hit the five star button. It really helps him out. So, um, I have a podcast. I know it does so much more than you people realize. Like it, it helps other people find it by you doing that. Um, so please do that. Second. All you VFLs out there, share this thing. We're just here, normal VFLs out here having a good time. Big Drewski does his show. He's got other people he brings on here. It's all just normal people, man. And like he, the thing about Big Drewski is he talked about in his podcast earlier this week. He tries not to be negative. He talks about some truth sometimes, but he tries not to be overall negative. So, I did get that. pretty heated on the uh, the one where I was talking and was, about, and that's okay because. You were heated, but also like, hey, I'm still, I'm still part of this. You weren't, you know, not trying to fire barns. I mean, we definitely need to try to keep it positive. Like the whole let's fire everybody and start over is not. I really like that as being, I'm not, I guys, I'm not new, but I'm newer than Big Drew here to Tennessee world. And this might used to be on the outside of the Tennessee world. I used to make fun of Tennessee fans for being so negative. Be positive, okay. There's a lot oh, of things yeah, going the right direction. Carolina boy on the outside yeah. looking in, then he moved yeah. here, and you're like, hey, there's something going yeah. wrong. Well, I mean, but I, even even when I first moved here, I didn't really like Tennessee, but and I was always making fun of the fans for being so negative and trying to fire coaches and stuff. But, um, you know, <laughs> I like that Big Drewski's positive because uh, our sport talk radio around here in Knoxville is always negative. So. Connor JM says you're more level headed than the Bammers on Fine Bomb Show. The Bammers really reared their ugly head this year. So did the Ohio Staters. I think the Fine Bomb Show is losing a lot of traction because it's getting so trashy. Long Barn Silver says, I loved watching you during the football season. Oh, yeah. You know, once the football season ended, it made me sad because a lot of people kind of disappeared and it was like, hmm. I, I thought people hated me, but then I just realized like nobody uses TikTok in the off season, I guess. But uh, yes, we will. I mean, we're building to having an even bigger and better year this year. That's why I'm bringing on some of my buddies. So there's a lot of inside jokes that we cover and stuff on here, but I appreciate it. Connor says, got a great show. Uh, what do I think the, the rankings? You said, Top twenty still. I think about twenty one, something like that. But yeah, but yeah, uh, I have greatly appreciated you guys. And again, you know, uh, if you click, if you're on TikTok, click on the profile to find the link tree. You can find the YouTube and all that other stuff. If not, uh, I'm gonna post it on here just so you guys can see it. But bigdrewski.com. I will have a link up soon to all the podcasts and the social media and stuff. But I appreciate it. 
We go live every Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sometimes Casper's on, sometimes he's not. Sometimes we have T-Fitty. I've been wanting to bring Joshy Washy on for a little bit, so maybe we'll have him on. But I appreciate you guys for being on here, active, and all that stuff. Look, Until next time, this is Big Drewski from the Little Tangerine Show with my co-host, with Mostus, Casper the Ghostus down there. If you like racing, check out his podcast. It is called Caution Flag Contemplations. You can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Stitcher. If you get if they have a podcast, you can find it. It's everywhere, baby. Even the anti-Drew likes it. But yep, check it out. Until next time, this is Big Drewski and Casper, the ghostess, your hostess with the mostess, and we are out. Thank Thank you guys so much. Peace.